phone or something. Me too, man. After this is done, I'm going to get another back. yellow card again. <laughs> so we can just start it off for two, innit? Yeah. So at least yeah. it's right, one. It's yeah. running now. What happened? I don't know, bro, man. I pressed it. I don't know. Too, no, man. We might as well, might as well tell the listeners. <laughs> yeah, no, we had some. Happened, listen, so this is Michael listen. speaking here. We had some fire content lined up. We made it halfway through the podcast and then we realised that we weren't actually. <laughs> no, no, we realised it was Matthew. And whose fault was it? Mete. Mete. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. You know what the worst thing is? It was actually a roller coaster. You know what it is? went from Lenny Guy's sleep. Yeah, yeah. That is. It's my way of getting back to you about the Turkey Cypriot Prince thing. So. Let me do the flipping introduction, you waste, man. Yo, yo, yo. We're back again with another episode of 5 pm in London. Not not um, back again from last week. Back, <laughs> back again from last week. We're back again from about five minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, man. You know how top my head is right now, man. How can Michael say your name? Tell him your name. What's your name, bro? My name is Lenny and my head is hot, man. <laughs> Who are you, bro? Cubs, Cubs, Cubs. <laughs> right, but how can how can how can Mike say yeah that his headache got worse? Oh, Jesus Christ, man. I was pissed, man. That was some fire. Uh, engineer, engineer, name, please, man. My, my name is Better. I'm the guy who just uh, re ruined the podcast. <laughs> engineer, wake uh, up. Our episode three is gonna be crap, yeah. And um, yeah, I'm Michael in it. I'm here. Yeah. He doesn't even call himself Max. He's yeah, gone to Michael nah. now. I ain't got the energy. He's got to cook up. Let's just get through it, man. Come, let's go. And I'm more. Let's get it cracking again, man. Sorry, right, Corona. Right, cool. Energy, lads, man. Energy. Nah, man. How you guys? How you guys finding Ramadan anyway? Ramadan for me personally, it's been great this year, man. I can't complain. Like the fact that I'm working from home, fam. I hated it when it first happened, when lockdown first happened. But now it's a blessing. Yeah, you get me. That why are you speaking so fast, bro? Proper energy, energy. We got time on the podcast. <laughs> Relax, bro. This is how I speak normally. <laughs> <You're speaking fast. laughs> oh shit! Cuz oh, man, how about you? It's going good, man. Yes. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Probably like um, best one yet. If I'm honest with you, like so far, anyways. And I think lockdown has had a big part to play in it. Because we've got a lot more time in our hands. Yeah. So, yeah. Would you say like your clean shape has had a big part to play in that? We don't need to discuss that, man. We don't need to discuss I that, think, that, I think we should pin up a picture of Kabir. No, no, no. no the beardless nah. as the, you know, the, the fun Bro, I told, I'll change. Should we I'll just give some context to the listeners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll so, change the Instagram oh. password, bro. <laughs> that can't run. Yeah, but, yeah, but you said a picture. That can't run. run. Yeah, yeah, but you, what's the Instagram password? We can post on our personal yeah, one yeah, and yeah, tag yeah, it. It's true, it's true. Yeah. It's up on my email, bro. I'm going to report you lot, bro. <laughs> I think it should be like the picture for the episode on Spotify, man. Nah, man. Yeah, yeah, you have to, the before and after. Yeah. <laughs> what, no, I'm with a moustache. <laughs> oh, before, mid and after. Yeah. <laughs> There's been three stages, you know. No, what about you, man? Though? What about you, Matty? How's your Ramadan been? Yeah, my, my Ramadan's actually been quite well. You know, today I went on a 12k, 12 kilometers. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. A cycle. L- like I said before, fam, you've been low-key eating. I don't know, a man, that's been fasting. And they do a 12k bike ride around yeah, London. Man, what was it Hackney? Hackney and Hackney. No, bro. I was That's cycling around Hackney like twice. Lenny, you was with him. Can you tell me? He was not with me. Can you tell me about your day? I would, nah. <laughs> it doesn't sound as crazy. It was man. It was on cycling, innit? How, how long did it take for you, man? To it was about two hours, two and a half hours. Can you just confirm the locations that you man cycled to? <laughs> Fucking so, hold on, hold on. Let us speak. Let us speak. Let us speak. Let us speak. Because you confirmed the locations. Where did you? Oh, let's clarify. Let's clarify. Let's clarify. We were on the phone to each other. That's it. What's the cycle? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So Maintain the social distancing. Yeah. 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 So wait, what location was you in? And what lo- location was you? In? So I was going around Hackney. Uh-huh. Okay, where this guy you? went off to, um, to like Liverpool Street. I went on Liverpool Street. Oh, oh, Mete wasn't with you. Yeah, like two meters behind you, no, nah. in front of you. Oh. I stopped off I, after Haggerston. I came back. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you done a tour, mm. Lenny, man. Yeah, I thought mm. get some miles and you know 
haven't really been out this week, to be honest. So I've just been working. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and, that. Lit, lit. Yeah. and how's your Ramadan been, man? Uh, I'm enjoying this because it means that I don't have to see you guys too much. So I'm not, I don't, I'm not feeling too guilty. <laughs> he says it with love. <laughs> I'm not feeling too guilty. Um, yeah, it's going quick to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what we've been laughing about him about the cycling. Yeah, we should, I should just say in it. Like about the cycling, the reason why he wanted to do cycling, yeah, he messaged me the other day. He's like, "Yo, he's like, bro, we need to stay active, man." As if like I haven't been doing anything, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, like, yeah, I need to go cycling, innit? And then we were just talking about like, you know, like when mums like or dads or like you know family members, if you put on weight or something, they'll just they get onto you, innit? They'll just they'll talk, but it's the way they told you, it's the bluntness, yeah. <laughs> so it's like because I just see my mum, yeah, mum just be like, like, what's what's that belly like? <laughs> What's that belly, you know? What's that belly? No, that's just. I just, 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 I I, I don't know about you though, but when I was younger, like, and there was one time I went to Turkey and I was like proper chubby, yeah, bruv, it was heartbreaking, but bruv. imagine I was eating breakfast in a restaurant, my dad took the plate away from me, he's like, son, you fat enough. Oh, <laughs> no word of a lie, yeah. I didn't speak to him I for was, a day. That's I was, when I was younger, <laughs> I was chubby, I was getting chubby at one point, innit? Are you sure? Bro, bro, it's just a moth, uh, man, relax. No, I don't like what shit, man. <laughs> Is it the is that the double chin you got from the key shape? No, actually, we'll Smags, discuss that. We'll discuss that. Smags, how's your Ramadan been? Bro, bro? I ain't like saying the story. You just like kind of. Oh, is it? You got stuck. But it's calm. No, 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 no. it's gonna be dead now, isn't it? It's gonna be go dead. Ahead, go ahead. No, it's calm. It's I apologize. Calm. It's, calm. it's calm, man. We don't discuss that. I'll tell you. Mike, your eyes, mate. Boy, it's been tough, man. I mean, I woke up today. I realised that the time to break fast was 8pm, yeah. um, so I decided against it. Just had some uh, breakfast. What was your breakfast? <laughs> oh, fry up. <laughs> well, bacon. Bacon. Extra bacon. Sausage. Sausage as well. Pagan, man. Extra pork. What was your story, Kabir, man? Now I feel bad, bro. Nah, it's cool, man. It's uh, cool. Are you sure? Nah, no, no, it's I can fine, see man. the tear, lad. It's right, up in your, in your left nah, eye, nah, bro. Nah, right, nah but um, all jokes aside, though, I do respect, obviously, you guys during the Ramadan period. Like, I feel like... Um, Food is one of them. Bro, you can't go from saying you had a fry up this morning. No, but I'm, I'm not. I've oh, got no, respect no, for you, no, no, no. Like, I, I say that, obviously, I'm bantering because I know I couldn't do it. Like, mm. for you lot, um, like, I know food in general is like one of the things where it takes a lot of discipline to yeah. manage w- whether that's what you eat or just restrain them. You should try it, man. Um, it's too hard. It's too hard for me. I think yeah. at my mm. age now, like, I crave food too much. Mm. Yeah, so I, I couldn't that, do it. I was that belly, man. I was thinking up on it as well, man. It has bare, like, health benefits. benefits. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 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 like, yeah. your body in different ways, bro. Well, um, fasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 For yeah. your immune system, like, for yeah. your gut, everything. I'm sure at the end of the month, you feel a lot better for it. Oh, yeah, 100%. The first week, it drains you out, but after that, I find it that way right, you know. No, for me, first two weeks, I find it very easy. Mm. In the last two weeks, I find it difficult That's because weird. I feel like by the time I get to the last two weeks, yeah. I feel like I'm just physically tired. But apparently, the benefits start coming into effect like after, after two weeks. This, after yeah, two, yeah. Two, nah, it makes sense, but I don't yeah. know why I just feel like that. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. different, isn't it? Yeah, yeah for real. I, I actually got a text um, a couple of days ago from an NHS saying if you um, if you are like practicing practice, practicing um, this, this Ramadan this time, mm. you shouldn't eat. 
I mean, you should. You should. You should, you should, you should, you should that's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You should fucking eat. That's not for a man. That's not for the doctor. That's for the local imam. I said the imam got the NHS number. That's someone that's been trying on you. They've seen him eating bare burgers at five pm. They're like, nah, come on. That's not how you do it. It was his mum. She said, "What's that belly, man?" Guys, the mum posing as NHS. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is a this is a wis- wisdom alert, and this is, this is a wisdom alert for the podcast for all you listeners. So if you're practicing Ramadan, don't eat. <laughs> yeah? yeah, that's a big advice there for you. Public service announcement, man. Let's get it cracking, man. You know, ready? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Cool. Let's get it, man. So it's the news, current affairs. So the first topic of discussion is uh, NHS procurement official privately selling PPE. So basically, that's the person who was in charge of sourcing the PPE. That's that's came in for the man. NHS. Mama was selling it on the low. <laughs> People will find the black market for anything. But um, yeah, that's that's disgusting. But how wild is the story, though? That? I think morally that's, that's, that's so wrong, though. Yeah. 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 Morally, that's so wrong. Like, you, there's a shortage of PPE. Mm. And you know that mm. how much it's affecting the country and the NHS workers themselves, mm. but you're going off into the black market for your own gains. Yeah, I think that's pathetic. The, the people you're selling it to, I mean, I'm assuming it's the general public. So yeah. what you're doing is you're taking it away from people who are actually helping and trying to save lives. Mm. Yeah. And giving it to someone who could essentially just be self isolating at home. Do you know what's the maddest thing talking about PPE, man? I think it's the biggest scandal that we've had over this coronavirus period. It's so Fam, ridiculous. Bro. The Daily Mail, as much as I hate them, they did something that I rate very recently. I don't know if you man What's that? saw that. So basically, um, obviously the government was, you know, there was bare delays with them getting the PPE over to the NHS. So what the Daily Mail did, they started the fund and they went over to China. They chartered the plane to China, bought the PPE, yeah. brought it back to the UK and gave it to the NHS within like 48 hours, bro. So that was been like a short period that's of time. That's, that should be a governmental responsibility. Exactly. It shouldn't be so, on a tabloid newspaper. But do you know what I read, yeah? So I don't know if this is true in it or if it was just a joke thing, but you know the government, they said that they ordered um, a billion pair of... No, a billion um, mm. PPE gloves or whatever. Yeah. But they forgot that it came in pairs, so it was actually 500. One one. Did yeah, they yeah, forget yeah. or did they do it on purpose? Because oh, I feel like when it comes to figures... But that's just dumb though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, how can you mm-hmm. not know that gloves come in pairs? Just, just to, just to, it's uh, like, hey, everyone's just going to need one glove, you know? Yeah. I'm operating just with one con- hand. Just to confirm, it was a senior NHS official wow. from mm-hmm. London... Um, who set up a business two weeks ago? Yeah, selling um, PPE. Selling, selling PPE as mask gowns. Um, mm-hmm. The company was created on April the fifteenth, mm. and um, it was said it was it was some of the equipment was priced at nineteen and a half thousand for minimum orders Whoa, of ten thousand units. That's wow! Mad. Come on, you got that's that's a wall crime. What's, what's, what's what happened to him? Is he? That's what right, I'm interested to see how he's going to get penalised. Right now, it just says that they they're investigating it. Well, can't he go to prison for that? It has to. Well, yeah, I, think, I think at a crisis like this, to do that, you're, like, you're a real criminal, bro. Mm. Mm. And I thought boss man that bumping up the hand sanitizer to four pounds was a bump, but yeah. this yeah. is different. <laughs> you know, for me, this week, the big thing's been um, around coronavirus. Obviously, you know, like Matt Hancock um, at the start of the month promised that we'll get to 100,000 tests per day. Mm. Is that what you're promising, Mete? Huh? <laughs> nah, I'm not, I'm not about that. Uh, for those that don't get it you need to watch last week's episode <laughs> so um, Kabir's just upset because of that you know he looks, am, man. He looks very good in it right now isn't it? Like, yeah, he's putting us all to shame right now like, come on bro yeah. are you mad man's looking like Pablo Escobar Confidence. Yeah. Escobar yeah. 
I just, said I just for your, for your sake, I just hope it grows back, man. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, man. It's coming, man. But why, um, why yeah, the big thing has been for me is um, the one hundred thousand tests per day, um, which is what we wanted to get to. So yesterday they announced that we hit one hundred twenty-two thousand tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, the silly thing about that, right? Is so obviously you came out on TV because everyone was saying we wasn't gonna hit one hundred thousand because by last week we was only doing like thirty, forty thousand a week. Mm. Came out yesterday, he was at gloating. We hit 122,000, etc., etc. After the um, press conference, NHS published the data about the breakdown of the tests, so basically how many tests have been done. Yeah. Turns out we only actually done 73,000 oh, tests, mm. right? So the 122,000 he's referring to is the capacity to what we had to test. Oh my so God. there's a difference about what you can test and what you've tested. Have yeah. they backtracked the statement, the original statement? To say no, they're still, no, 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 he's still, he he's still backing it. He doubled down, yeah. he doubled down on it. Do you know what annoys me about the government? So a lot of them, they always gloat about stuff that they should have done from weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you man put me up. <laughs> no, but you're saying, yeah, you're saying you they gloat about from? stuff that Yeah, so like done. the fact that they're saying that, oh yeah, we've done 122,000 tests, that should have been done weeks ago. So yeah. why are you happy about that? Yeah. The fact that you're doing yeah, it's, it now. It's nothing to be proud of. Yeah, exactly. It just <laughs> It's nothing to be proud of, the fact that we're getting to this figure. Because other countries are doing five times the amount, 500,000 a day. Mm. There's, that's nothing to be proud of. And Germany were, di- were doing it from the jump. Germany from were testing jump. 100k from, from the, the jump. jump. But to be fair, if they were to come out and say we tested 73,000 people a couple of days ago, I would have actually rated it. Do you Listen, know why? Because, I want us because, to do more. Yeah, because, because it, it's a higher number from what yeah, we were 100%. testing beforehand. Do you know what I mean? But it's just the fact that they tried to manipulate the figures that I just can't rate. Yeah, like that's what it is for me, man. The thing is that no one's sitting here wishing that you know it doesn't come out to be true that we mm-hmm. hit a hundred thousand. But what I don't understand is why are you openly lying when the figures are like it's like you're People telling the British public. No, but the mm-hmm. thing is, it's like you're telling us we're mugs. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this is an NHS document, mm. clearly figures mm. says seventy three thousand. Mm. Mm. Like, do you think people are mugs and they're not going to see that? Mm. No, you're right. You you're know right. what I mean? You're right. The yeah. other, go on. No, go on. No, no. Now I was going to say the other big thing about coronavirus this week's been about. Um, I don't know if you lot have seen, but. A couple of days ago, uh, President Trump came out and he basically said, as he always, you know, thinks out loud, he said that um, he's seen evidence that COVID-19 came out of a Wuhan laboratory. Um, And then they asked him, can we see the evidence? And he said, no. And for me, it's just, you know, I was talking to Lenny about this and it's really bizarre, right? Because normally the president of America, you know, most powerful person on this planet and the person, and let's, let's be honest, you know, America's always seen as a country where when, when the president says something, you know, whether we research it or whatever, you know, we tend to believe it because it's the president of America, right? Mm. And again, it's just he said this and, you know, it's just... And people ignored it. Do you know why? Yeah. Because last week, the same brother told people inject bleach because he's done some wonderful stuff when it comes to killing bacteria. Mm. So if this brother was, this, that was saying that last week and he's saying this this week, why the hell shall I believe him, fam? Do you know no, no, I'm not saying we should believe him, but yeah. what I'm but trying to say... But that's why he loses credibility. Yeah, yeah, but what, credibility. what I'm trying to say is just one final point. It's just that, you know, this guy just, he just talks out of his head with like baseless like facts and, yeah. you know, and he doesn't understand that when he says something, it has huge implications on the society in terms of economy. And even the post behave. of you know being the president yeah. of the United States. I, I, I don't blame him. I, blame, I always blame the people around you because they're... They're the, they're the experts. And no, blame no but yes, you don't listen to yes, the people around him. Man, but that's like, what at some point, someone's got to grab the brother and say, come on, what are you doing, bro? But he don't listen but to them. That's the problem. He keeps getting sense. rid of them. Mm. He's got rid of like three or four chief of staffs in Do his you know first what the term. The problem with Trump is he's, he, 
he himself does the same stuff that he blames the media of doing. He, the, the media put the blame on him, but he puts the blame on someone else. Mm. So he should be talking about how he's trying to sort out the situation in America that's because there's so exactly much like unemployment stuff like that. But instead, what he's trying to do is find out how Corona actually started and making up well facts that we don't even know that's true mm. and Just spreading rumors and stuff like that. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that. that is my one of my, my my main issues right now. We need to be thinking about resolving this issue first. Mm-hmm. Then we'll go back. Look at what, look at the, the problem. Causes. Look at the problem. Look at the cause, mm. and and then uh, remediate it from there. Like, why are we speaking about 100%. who may have started it? Still yes, that's very important. To talk about it. What, bro? This is a pandemic yeah. right now. Yeah, those type of talks talk. You that's discuss after. them after mm-hmm. to prevent after. it happening again. We'll bring again. the individual yeah. to mm-hmm. into the UN. They'll they'll, they'll <laughs> coast. That, that's another conversation for another day because the UN ain't gonna do jack shit. Tied up with America again. Um. I read something recently that the US economy has shrunk by 4.8%, which is the biggest slump since the 2008 recession. Mm. For me, that's a very scary fact and a scary number. That's not shocking for me, though. Okay, why do you say It's not that? shocking because I feel like a global pandemic like this, there's going to cause big, big recessions everywhere. Yeah. Like, everywhere. There's The market's not going at the moment, so you would expect this to happen, so it's not really shocking. But I'm sure once it's all done, it is going to go back up immediately okay. because it's gone so down but the reason I say it's shocking is because the 2008 recession we saw thousands upon thousands of people lose their jobs there were people that had half-line jobs that were queuing up as suffragists to get a part-time job do you know yeah, what I mean bro, like, so having so, a global pandemic now, yeah that's I see one uh, one pilot he's now working in Tesco uh, yeah, yeah I saw that on yeah. LinkedIn so that's that's the fear from my side is the fact that people are going to lose their life but bro th- think about it like this yeah like how so look 2008 recession was caused by all of these um, banks and stuff mm. lending out money Mortgages. irresponsibly and stuff like that. Mm. Bro, this is a global pandemic where businesses can't even open up their shop. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Like, so many businesses can't even show, open up their shop. Mm. People can't even go into work. People are becoming unemployed. So why is it shocking? Does that make sense? You, you would expect this to happen. The thing is, there was a, there was a Financial Times article recently which basically said um, it will be, obviously, as it is right now, a huge hit on our economy. However, the bounce-back recovery will be the big the biggest recovery ever as if we hit the ground running yeah. once lockdowns um so i think as kabir said you know like it's not surprising that econ- our economies are going to shrink i don't know if you saw but the um the i can't remember the the body who does the office for fiscal studies basic uh, re- um released statistics a couple of weeks ago saying that the uk economy could shrink by i think it was like 35 percent in terms of the growth rate um by june and that's what's surprising because, as you say, Mo, as well, you know, like everywhere is shut. So, you know, the, the biz- world isn't, the economy isn't working as it usually does. Yeah. However, once life goes back to normal, what, what I think will be the interesting part is not necessarily like in the immediate term, but like in a year's time when we have to think about, okay, so all this money that we've been spending out for businesses, for people, like for their wages, like through the retention scheme, like the furlough scheme and all that sort of stuff, mm. how are we going to pay for that? Also, what does it mean for who hasn't, like, what does the economy look like after mm. one year? Mm, mm. I think that's the big question. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, no, I see what you're saying. But then, again, this is this is very US-centric. And I believe um, somebody said it earlier, where in the US, what was it? 30, they million? 30 million people filed for unemployment. Yeah. 3.6 yeah. million in one and, day. And, and, one week, sorry. and over there, it's not How much has that gone up by then? Does anyone know? Like 3 million, I think, was so 3.6 million in one like week. That. Wow. And yeah. over there, they don't have the safety net that 
which is one good thing that our government has yeah. provided yeah. as a safety net here. Yeah. With, I think you mentioned it earlier, the, of of like the, the furlough, the deferrals and stuff yeah. like that. Over there, I think they get like a check of $1,200. And that's it. And, that's it. and it doesn't make own. sense because like, what's $1,200 going to do for you? Most of their rent is If you live in somewhere like New York or DC where you're in a place where your rent is like two and a half K if you have a family, what's But it's a one-off stimulus check of $1,200. Yeah, so, 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 yeah. and we're in lockdown it's like just getting a bursary mm. in university mm. or yeah. something yeah. Yeah. like what's that going to do yeah. for real, I feel like we've got it much better here like, 100% for, I'm a very I'm very critical of the government usually however mm. like in terms of how they're supporting businesses uh, or in terms of how they're supporting Employees. people I feel it's much better than mm. other countries yeah. there are things that they could do to do better like for example getting the cash out quicker however like you know I'm quite satisfied with the fact that when you look at businesses like where I represent in Stoke Linton and Hackney you know, my businesses, for example, are getting business grants of 10000 or 20, 25000 they get grants, they don't have to pay They don't have to pay it back. Okay. Uh, they get mortgage or rent deferrals. They get business rate release for 12 months. Their taxes um, in terms of PA, like pay, PAYE and also in terms of like uh, VAT, it gets deferred towards July. The word grant, though, that means you have to spend it in a particular way. So No, you like, don't. No? No. Because no? there are the different types of gr- a grant. You get a grant, it can be restricted or unrestricted. That grant is specifically given to them to kind of compensate for what they would have made in the usual times, okay. and then on top of that, they obviously have the furlough scheme as well, which means but that they don't have to How would they know that if they don't have to present any documentation? Uh, it's based on your business rates. So depending on how much a, bi- a business pays on their rates, so you pay your rates based on how much you make as a business or like how much space you occupy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're a business that turns over more, you get twenty five thousand. If you're a small business, then you get ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, don't you think though? Um, because the way it's happened in terms of like, obviously like, as it's safe to say that in America anyway, they're in recession right now. These these stages are just natural stages of the economic the cycle. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I mean, it's increased because of the situation we're in, mm. but don't you think a lot of these people's situations will be reversed simply when Corona ends? Do you mm. get what I mean? So yeah, exactly. some people are losing their job just simply because it's Corona. I so like that. if you work at a restaurant, it's because the restaurant's shut. Mm. Yeah. I hear that. So however, when it opens back up, you get your job back. However, however, however that, that's a very positive way to look at it. But the thing is, when you're in the midst of it, nine times out of ten, people will struggle to grasp that concept because it's like you had your livelihood in February. Now it's completely gone, and the mental toll that that would take on an individual is crazy. Especially if you have but, a family, if you have if you have if you have responsibilities, if you have rent, Mike's, if you have mortgage. Mike's point it. though is he talking about UK or US? Um, I mean, it applies both. Yeah, it applies both. If you think about if you think about it in US, bro, yeah. a lot of these businesses that have closed down, at the end of the day, they're losing out on a lot of money because mm. unlike our government, they ain't being provided yeah. with grants yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So when Corona does end. Even though yes, they are going to need employers, mm. but don't you think there will be a shortage of employers? Because in terms of the fact that they won't want to employ that many people, because yeah. they they yeah. got a shortage. And it's funny, as Kabir said that as well. I read I read the fact that in the UK, a lot of small businesses have actually closed down because of the loss of business during this lockdown period that yeah. they, they physically yeah. can't recover from from this. So it's going to be interesting. Like like Mike said, the, the real, business. a lot of small businesses. But the other thing which we're forgetting as well is not necessarily even like existing businesses I think for me the biggest concern is there are a lot of people out there mm. like who were starting up on a new venture mm. oh, that's, right that's so like for yeah. example if you're someone who's been working towards setting up your own business yeah. or your own like or whatever it may be for example and then this thing has just come about and it's completely just like messed mm-hmm. up all the plans that yeah. you've been working on for years what does that mean for oh. you in terms of the next couple of years also let's not forget the mental stress that can cause you know what I mean like if you're someone who your career was on up where 
you know, like COVID-19 massively impacted what you're doing, like that can have a huge, like I know a lot of people, for example, right now who are really struggling because they were just about feeling like, you know what, things were going right for them in the last couple of months and then bang. This, this came yeah. about. Yeah. So basically yeah. like all I could say is, you know, like just, we just have to stay strong. We are where we are now and then we just got to deal with where we are in the future. You know what I mean? For 2020 for vision went wrong. 2020 vision went wrong indeed. 2020 vision, <laughs> nobody saw this. Remember what everyone's first Insta post yeah. in the New Year's. I never done 2020 that. 2020 vision. I had blah, blah, flats blah. planned, bro. Like, ah, oh, but yeah, it is what it is. A lot of stuff planned, man. Uh, the, next, the next topic of discussion is actually tied to the economy, but this is UK-centric. So um, I've read an article that said that Barclays have set aside £2.1 billion to cover bad loans. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of message does this send to you guys individually? That they're well prepared. Well prepared. Literally, I think it's it's, it's a good thing. Well. It's a good thing that they're doing that because at the end of the day, they've got to cover their backs. Mm. So it's I would see it as positive. A lot a lot of people might see it as are. Uh, um, what does that mean for for everyone? Do you know mm. what I'm trying to say? Mm. It might cause a panic, well, but mm. personally, well, 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 for me, well, I just think they're being well. Prepared well I would for the say if 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 banks are you know taking contingency plans and they're trying to cover their backs do you think individuals should be taking similar measures within their own personal lives as in like you know uh, make sure that you're keeping money aside you're not spending as much as you used to stuff like do you feel like as individuals we need to yeah yeah I think that goes without saying like um, I'm not a financial advisor myself but I'd advise not to spend frivolously in this time Mm -hmm. just because you don't know right now we don't know what the future holds Mm -hmm. so it's, it's financially it's a very uncertain period so and it will favor going forward it's going to favor people who have cash and surplus mm. yeah but i think with barclays it's just basically highlighting the reality of the situation we're in okay so a lot of people who have probably taken out loans <clears throat> and things like that are going to have or are going to struggle or not be able to keep up the payments or yeah. essentially default because of what we mentioned earlier people losing their jobs and yeah. things like that so, so yeah I, I think it's necessary for them to have these reserves yeah. to prepare for the situation that we're in and the situation we're going to be in going forward it's necessary for the uh, the banks and financial services to have this cash um, reserve cash pool yeah. get cash the words pool. out man <laughs> get the words out bro he's struggling bro get the words out man for lending anyway because um, you're, they're, they're regulated so they have to do it anyway mm. hey, hey, restart that sentence <laughs> <laughs> restart that sentence I don't understand anything you say let the man live they have, they have to have money in case lending goes tits up simple as that they are regulated and they have to do that they, yeah. it's one of the I hear that, that I hear that yeah. Yeah. I Which, like, would you put, is this beyond regulation like they're putting aside two point one billion. Sorry, what's that? Like no, regulation requirements. No, it's a percentage as opposed to a mm. natural figure. Fair enough. Um, I mean, you can only lend out what is it? I mean, they, they don't want another situation of what happened in two thousand and eight yeah. recession to happen. Yeah. With That's these the last thing so, we need right now. So I think, yeah, again, well prepared. Yeah. And also, I think you know, like I think when we're talking about the economy and in the wider scale, mm. I feel like in the short term we know what's going to happen. In the set, or not necessarily, we know what's going to happen, but we kind of kind of see the effects because we've planned for three months lockdown. However, I think the big question, as I said earlier, was about mm. what's going to happen after a year because you know the government has borrowed around six hundred billion pounds in terms of being able to pay for all of these things that they are to so keep. Can you say the number again? How much? Around six hundred billion. Oh, well, goodness. actually, it's pro- it could it could potentially be more because I think it's more. It, it was who's going to pay it, for that? It was initially three hundred billion for the. Um, furlough scheme yeah. and then obviously they announced all the um, the follow ups with in relation to charities and in relation to self-employed 
Um, even with the furlough scheme as well, they said they have no upper limit mm. in terms of how much the thing. So they refuse to put a number on it because it's they can't really say we're putting aside 100 billion because they don't know how long lockdown is going to continue. Yeah. So if it goes to August, it could be even more money. Yeah. So there's a big question mark about, okay, how are we going to pay for this? And so for me, in terms of like, when we're thinking about the economy, the more interesting question where the political choice comes in is who pays for this next year, yeah. right? And then how is that going to impact our jobs? So we might be secure right now. So mm. I know a lot of people right now who will be like, you know what, thank God, you know, I'm all right. And yeah, we should all be grateful, but no one should be comfortable because- I think that's, I think that's normal, man. <clears throat> who? I think it's normal, to, it's that, that's a normal situation. What? We need we need it now, well, people need it now, and we'll, we'll deal with it later. Oh no, absolutely. But what I'm saying is, is that the economy may- like I feel like we've been hard done by like our generation. I have a question for you actually, Mate. As somebody who's here that runs an organization, your yeah. charity, my life, my say, people check it out by all means they're doing some great stuff. But um as someone that runs an organization, what's your take on this whole situation and what kind of what kind of contingency plans do you think that you might need to take in order to like cover yourself and cover your organization? So if I, need be. Yeah, I mean so like for us, like, you know, thankfully we haven't necessarily been hit in the short term, so like most of our funders have committed to what they've uh, committed to us like for the next couple of years. Mm. Uh, we've actually had some additional funding to support us through during this period as well. As I said, I think for me, the difficulty is going to be around how do you restart? Like, so in terms of like explaining what my day-to-day looks like, I have to continuously look at new sources of getting funding. So we don't just sort of like get X amount of funding and say, okay, that's it. Let's just stay here for a year now and then look back for funding next year it's a continuous process. So just like if you're working in the bank and you're making sales or whatever you're doing, I'm continuously sourcing for funds for people to give us money. So the, the, the difficulty for me now is very difficult to start a conversation with someone right now about can you give us funding? In because yeah, because no one is in the position to entertain conversation around giving out money because yeah. everyone's thinking I need to I keep need to what I have. My money, yeah. Exactly. And then the other thing is as well, next year, where does that leave the funding picture? Like, what are we dealing with? We don't know. So mm. I think right now, obviously we are dealing with what we are. Um, I'm quite confident that like in terms of my organization that we've got a good enough representation and also we've got the right people on board to kind of make sure that we're sustaining ourselves. However, like, you know, we can never become comfortable. And mm. I just feel really bad for a lot of other smaller organizations that are going to really struggle during this period, you know? Mm, mm, no, you're right. You're right. Um, I feel like that covers the news current affairs and I'm sorry guys everything is corona related but that's the only thing that's popping right now in in a negative way popping in a negative way the next topic of discussion and I've, we laugh about everything oh, wow. <laughs> 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 uh, the next the next topic of discussion I'm sure you men have been um, logged into the social media Twitter and stuff this is the social media current affairs bit right now but um, the colorism scandal over the week so basically there's been a lot of influ- influencers and rappers that have got tied up into this thing where apparently they were they were using they were cussing black girls that asking black girls on Twitter and stuff like that but they were all, all tweets that were getting resurfaced again and you know how so what was culture, it were the rappers and influence black as well, or they were black as well. Okay. They were black, predominantly, as well. predominantly yeah, black. Yeah, yeah, and um, obviously 
start to go viral a lot of people like like cancel these people some influencers actually had to delete their social media and stuff yeah. like that yeah i had nella rose and chose deleted to, her. Chose yeah. to, chose to, yeah. chose. no one forced him to do okay okay yeah. do you feel like that's enough we'll get into that conversation so my question to you guys is um like as a black man myself i think that this issue pre-existed way prior way prior to this coming just that coming to surface right now yeah um my, my question is do you feel like this is something could you could you class it as racism if a, if a black person is calling out another black person on their blackness that's, that's my question um, to you guys. i don't think that's racist um just because they're they come from the same race as you i mm-hmm. think that's an issue with what they call this colorism right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so it's just it's basically a prejudice based on the tone of your skin mm-hmm. so i'm sure we we were all aware of um, back in the day or growing up um there was no secret that a lighter skin tone was preferred mm. in a lot of households or just in certain society. If you were the darkest in yeah, your family, yeah. you would know about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, I got that. <laughs> yeah, so like, um, I think this was just a way of it being reflected on social media. Mm. Um, I think just in general, just aside from colorism for a second, I think times have changed now. So I think everyone is more aware of the things they say. Mm. Everyone is a bit more like accepting as a society. Yeah. Well, we like we're accepting of people, yeah, of everything, everything yeah. So back then it wasn't that; it wasn't like that. So um, that coupled with the fact that there was the preference for um, lighter skinned people, mm. it just it just made for like a storm of like mm. wild, wild tweets mm. that we that, mm. that resurfaced basically, where people would um, cuss cuss black women mm. just off the the, the color of their skin, yeah. basically. Yeah. So I think um, maybe these thoughts weren't truly held by them but th- those were the tweets they're, they're there for everyone to see mm. and it, it, it's not pretty viewing let me ask you man another question that it's, it's basically as, as black people why is there such an emphasis on lighter skin that's question number one it's a two-parted question <coughs> and is it something that's only exclusive to black people or does, does, does or does the same issue reflect in other races i think do you know what i mean i think to go with the point that mike said i think it's a lot to do with old school stereotypes so yeah. um if you're seen as lighter in terms of skin color, you're seen as more attractive. That's how that's how the look was back in the days. Yeah. And personally, like I kind of went through that as well. Cause um, so th- this starts to your second part of your yeah. question. It does happen within other races as well. Okay. So even within Asian culture, if you're in a family, so personally myself as well, I'm the darkest in my family. So um, it was seen as that. Uh, the darker you are, the it's less attractive desirable. you are. Yeah. The less desirable you are. Yeah. So. Um, Yes, to the second part of your question, it does happen in other races as well. Okay. I don't know, man. I feel like for me, yeah, like, I don't know about you lot, yeah, but I just feel like if you've got an issue or if you're leaving the home or you, I don't know, like, if you've, if you've got an issue with someone else's skin colour, like, you're seriously, like, sick in the head, mm. in, my, in my opinion, personally. Like, I don't understand how you can hate someone because of their skin color but or I think it's, have, I don't it's, think it's not it's not necessarily about hate but why would you like why does it matter what skin color someone is mm. yeah it's true like you might not find them attractive okay like so, so what true. you're not the most important person in the world who cares yeah, you're right, you're right. Do you know yeah. what i'm saying do you know what i think it is as well it's also social conditioning that's what it is so yeah. it's like i hate can, what you're saying yeah, yeah you can grow up and it's like you don't even believe that yourself it's just because society and everyone around you's 
put put that mm-hmm. idea into your head mm-hmm. so you just perpetuate the stereotype. I remember we were growing, growing up as well. Yeah. Like the word blick was a thing. Yeah, so if, you, yeah. if you're growing up in your household and, that was a and your, like, your relatives are saying, oh, wow, like that person's like fair skin, they're beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you go outside, um, someone that's darker skin, they're calling them blick. You're, you're, over time, you're just yeah. going to believe yeah. that, okay, but, maybe that's not, it's not like them being blick means they're less attractive, but mm. that's not even what you truly believe. Mm. So it's like you grow up and you see the error of your ways. You're like, wait, why did I even think that? Ah. But it's it's nasty though. I'll tell you why, right? Because put yourself in the shoes of, let's say in this case, I, I haven't been following this, I don't know. But if you're a young black woman, for example, who's happened to be receiving these comments because of your skin color, yeah. like, think about what that does for your mental health. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, for real. Like it's not your fault you're born a certain colour. Yeah. And also like, do you know what? Be proud of your skin colour. Yeah. Who cares like yeah. what other people think? So I feel like you know what it is? Like I honestly feel like people just need to like we're in 2020, yeah? Mm. Like we're brought up for us especially as well, where we're brought up in London, like we're five guys, you know, one of us is of Nigerian background, one of us is of Ghanaian background, one of us is Turkish background, one of us is Bang- Bengali background, one of us is Eritrean background. When I look at you guys, I don't even like. Yeah, it doesn't even like. It doesn't even occur to me. This this brings in another point as well. Do you feel like colorism is more of a thing for females than it is for males? Listen, do you know what it is? Can I just be honest with you? Both genders. I think you know what the problem is. We're trying to rationalize with something that so we should. Rationalize. This is something that's happening. No, no, it's but a, it's if, a thing. No, I, it's a thing. But yeah. this is the thing. Just because something is a thing, it doesn't make it right. Do you know what I mean? There's been a lot of things in society that's been existed. It doesn't mean that it's something that we should try to rationalize or try to understand. I.e., for example, arranged marriage. Right? Just because it's exi- existed for many, many years in society, it doesn't, it doesn't make. It doesn't mean that we should sit there and think, oh. So why do people try to do this? The fact is, the fact is, is wrong. The same thing as honor no, killing. Same thing as racism I've, as well. I've got an answer to your question quickly. Quickly, um, I don't think it's gender based. So the colorism is not specific to women or men. I just feel like um, basically it puts women in an even more compromising position because they're women. So I mean, they're marginalized as it is because mm. they're women. Mm. So it's like you're throwing that on top of the yeah. fact that they're women. Mm. So mm. it's a hard, it's a harder mm. uphill task. Yeah. At least for the men, it's like okay, you have that struggle being a, 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 a darker color, but then at least you get them. I mean, like it's fair to say it's a patriarchal society. So mm. it's like you mm. get. I mean, it's changing now, but it's like you get those benefits. So yeah, you don't have the full struggle that a black woman would face. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I think it is. But it's not gender specific. Yeah. I think everyone experienced it. Like males, females. The term blick was thrown around for everyone. Yeah. yeah. yeah was... I think to cover, um, to get back to um, Mete's point, he's completely right. Like colorism should not exist should at all. Shouldn't be a thing. But should not a be thing. a thing. <laughs> but I think what, um, what my point is, is it is getting less over time. Mm. So the topics that you're talking about is tweets from five, six, seven years ago. I don't think it's it's completely changed from that era. It's yeah. it's not yeah, happening yeah, yeah, as much now. So it is getting better, just like everything in yeah, society. Yeah, yeah. I'm not in the best position to say, but I, I don't. Um, yeah, I'm not in the best position to say because I can't speak on other people's behalves. But it almost looks like um, not to say that it's not happening anymore. But there's definitely been a shift in the way people it's less view visible. things. It's less visible. Yeah, like I feel like people are definitely pushing for like darker um, skins to be like the the center of like beauty like i see it a lot yeah yeah in, like in, those, would you in like in a forced way or just it's, it's all, um is it, is it i all think both, 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 both. Both. i mean I you're gonna both. get you're gonna get the organic with the forced i mean you're yeah. gonna get those people who you know are darker skinned who are beautiful of course everyone's yeah. beautiful yeah. but um yeah so you're gonna get there's, people there's beauty in in, in everything. everything yeah but it's also opinion like i don't understand like you know we need to stop trying to enforce what 
beauty is. Do you know what I mean? There is no one type of beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But I think it just—it basically should be a situation where it's based on the look, not the skin, not the skin color, not the race, not the—it's just the look. You look at the definition, and no, but this is this is what I don't like with judgments about people. It's like. What's attractive to you might not be attractive to someone else. Yeah. And what's attractive to the other but, person might but not be attractive then, to But then I think so what the problem is, it's all you about can't him. say, oh, why, why aren't you attracted to that Tiff. person? Exactly, because yeah. of your skin colour. Well, that's that's, that's let where let the problem let let lies. Let let if you just say, you know, I'm not feeling that person because, yeah. you know, whatever. For they got a big nose. <laughs> for me personally, my take on it, I think it's a form of self-hate. I don't think it's racist. I think it's ignorance and dumbness. You know what I mean? Like, you should know about It's definitely self-hate. And I also think it's an issue that's not exclusive to black people. But when black people do, I feel like we're put under the microscope more than anyone else. For example, I was doing my research into this. China has got a booming industry in skin whitening treatment. They're not black people. That doesn't get mentioned. Mm. In India, people bleach, you know. Mm. That doesn't yeah. get mentioned. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Bro, there was it's a serious, product. Yeah. There's a product yeah. in um, India, Bangladesh, and stuff yeah. like that. It's called yeah. like Fair and Lovely. It's known to make your skin yeah. lighter, bro. Yeah, it was a it was a big yeah. thing. Yeah. Like. yeah, you said um, you said you said asked earlier um, what do you think this stemmed from? Like the beginning, colonization. That, I think you definitely think so? colonization because think about it. Like this is my take. This is my opinion, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, my my opinion is that when the colonizers came to I don't know. Um, India came to Africa, or whatever, and they came as superiors. That like they were running shit, and in a in a fucked up way, we were the subordinates in our own land. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, so, so that's the thing. In um, sorry to cut you off there. Mm. Um, I don't know if you got know Papua New Guinea, like down um, near Australia. Yeah, yeah, near uh, sort of like Indonesia and stuff. Yeah, Papua New Guinea. So basically, over there, I don't know if you lot know, but obviously, when the I think it was the Brits or the Australians or whoever mm. it was that went there, um, obviously they went in. They went. They went there with suits. Mm. Um, and then when they went there, they built all these like, like you know, schools or whatever it was that they built, and they see them as God. Mm. Uh, no, they see them as God. Yeah, yeah so and, it's and a holy it's a similar, thing. It's a similar mentality yeah. that somehow is still stuck. It's still stuck with the people. So because you look at them as they're higher, so you want to emulate them, but mm. it shouldn't be like that. Mm. And I think, and the good thing is, like you said, if I feel like even within when you look at models and stuff like that, I feel like there's a lot more dark-skinned females in that space. And I love that because. Because it's time for us to teach the new generations not to look at shit in terms yeah. of colour and shade yeah, and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. And that's it. Do you man have anything to add or shall we move on to the next section? Oh, just just love everybody, man. That's for real, man. Like, life's too short to be, oh, yeah, you're, you're a beige and I'm a, <laughs> I'm a dark chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I just think it's weird, bro. Like, it's just weird, bro. Like, I'm is. not thinking it about is. that. It is. Like, what you're called, like, um, you're doing, do we even answer the question that he said... Um, like in terms of the tweets, I think yeah, it, mm. it just obviously to round up that side of it. I think the tweets just reflected obviously just reflected the, the time. A, a, t- the time yeah. a different. Era, I had another yeah. question as well that I forgot to throw out, and it's very so valid. Let's do it now. Like the reasons that the tweets and stuff like that, and considering the date of the tweets, is it valid for cancellation to cancel these people based on but these? Some tweets? of these people were like twelve years old, man. Like, yeah. come on, like, is, is it can- cancel culture gone though. too far? It's a very or, good question. Uh, where do we draw the line of cancel culture itself? Um, it's very wild to like. Um, it's very I, wild to hold people think, accountable to yes, stuff they said, said a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Right at the end of the day, everyone's evolving. I feel like um, a lot of the statements that people said in the past doesn't define them as a the person that they are now. Mm. If um, he held those views now, then that's a then, different then story. That's a different story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of people were immature back mm. in the days. Mm. So yeah. as you said, a lot of people used to cuss people saying, oh, you're blink, mm. you're blink, mm. blah, blah, all this kind of stuff. So I feel like do you know, what people have said... You can't bring that mentality to today. The problem is... What I would say is 
people need to start deleting their old tweets. Because <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. look how Kevin Hart got stung yeah, as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the problem is, is that um, it's like these things happen. So you said something five or six years ago. You definitely don't hold those opinions now. Mm. But because obviously you said it online, things online stay online. So mm. it be- basically becomes a permanent Digital mark. footprint, man. Yeah. Keep so, yourself so offline. Yeah, you, you have to prepare for stuff like that. Yeah. But then... The crazy part about it is that, let's say, for example, you'll get people who have said those things and then someone will report these tweets or whatnot to your company. Mm. But the company's not firing you because of the tweets. It's, it's just more so because of the backlash that you're receiving. Yeah, 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 because you said these things 10 years ago. It, it has nothing to do, do, do with you know, your do you know what it is? right I'll now. I'll tell you what it yeah. is, right? Nine times out of 10, I have to be honest, they don't even care about what you've said. It's reputational yeah, damage. Yeah, yeah. Of course, that's all yeah. it is. Mm. That's mm. all it is. But where do, you, where do you draw the line of cancel culture? We didn't address that. Where do you draw I, the line? I mean, I'm just not going to punish someone for something. It's case by case, isn't it's, it? It's, it's case by case, you but can't. I'm not going to punish someone. Obviously, it, yeah, it's case by case. Case by case, because yeah, obviously there's context. Old, if you're, yeah, if you're like someone like 12, I think, yeah, like, you know, there's there's, an, there's an element of like, you know, someone have you understood? Has your behaviour changed? Is it being consistently being said? Mm. Um, like, what have you done to, what are your views now? Um, how old were you when you said it? Like, there are a lot of things... I do think that sometimes, you know, we're in this, like, very... Almost, like, um... I wouldn't say sensitive, but, like... We're in this we era, sensitive era, era where, like... Friend, we get friendly by everything. It's not even that as well. Like, I feel like sometimes people look at the top... Like, you see one tweet without even looking at it, and you're like, <coughs> oh, my God, this person done this. And it's like, everyone's shouting, and it's Quick like... to react without understanding yeah. the full story. Look, listen, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say, like, by the way, if you said something fucked up and you, you held those views, like, you should be, like, you should be held yeah, accountable for that. But what I'm trying to say is, is, like, we all need to just take a deep breath mm. a little bit as well. And just, uh, just you know, like, I think um, just to put a button on it, I think also we're living in an age where we're receiving a lot of information, more information than ever before. So mm-hmm. it's like on top of that, we're seeing what people think. Mm-hmm. That we're seeing tweets, all sorts of things about mm-hmm. people that Life. in the past we wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, this person's really racist. Twenty years ago, you wouldn't have known that. You would have just seen them. Bro, it's not even I, that. Let me I'll give you a basic example. Man, I, I give you an example, right? Like I will be just sort of like you know going around like like when I meet people, people know what I get up to on a regular basis. Mm. To yeah, the point where you person. Yeah. So people will be like, oh yeah, that place that you go to to bank, for example, or you go there, or Lenny, yeah. like. Lenny, how many times have people come up to you and known you through my Instagram, for example? So there's people I've never met. Really? They, they, they'll go to me, oh, I feel like I know you already because I see you on your Snapchat. Hey, wait, wait. You yeah. must said the bank. We've got to give him a shout out, man. I miss that place, bro. Yeah, <laughs> man. Wait, we're going back. For real, for real. Which bank? Bodies? No, no, no. Bank. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> what area is Is it Wood Green or Tottenham? Tottenham. 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 Yeah, Tottenham. But the good side of Tottenham. <laughs> Oh, uh, no comment. Who's Mo? Who's Mo? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to this next segment of entertainment current affairs. I don't know if you men are clued up on this one, but apparently Link Up TV, they were doing a documentary on the beef between Chip and Tiny Temper, Bugsy Malone and all of that. Do you remember that period? Is that, is that the Young new like, phenomenon? What, what is it? The new phenomenon? Phenomenon. No, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> what? Yeah. What, what are you saying? The, you know what, what's Turkish, it called Turkish Cypriot Prince that was nah. going on oh, no right. you know the what was it you were saying earlier the phenomenon I don't know what he's what there's an undercover beast I feel like as the host to continue being the host yeah. right you got to prove yourself and be able to say the phenomenon I ain't got to prove myself to know <laughs> what are you talking what are you talking about bro are you right? Arr, 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 are you just right? To, just <laughs> so you can't say the phenomenon phenomenon 
I said it loads of times. Say what? That's phenomenon. Phenomenon. You said it too many times. I should have left that at the second. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's keep it moving, man. No, no, no. Not keep it moving. Let's say the words. Not keep it moving. Let's say the words. He's losing English, bro. What I think, do I think you should both say it three times? Quick, phenomenon, phenomenon, phenomenon. I don't know. He's done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at six. I'm at six to four for this shit. One question though, back, can you pronounce back. it? Yeah, I can pronounce say it, but I want to say it. I don't want to. Well, I don't, uh, I don't have to back it out. You know, uh, back it out. I think I'm going to be host now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vote of no confidence, man. I've got the motion down. I'm moving the motion, bro. Who's seconded it? Someone's got a second in it, man. Yeah, I'm second in it. I'm second in it. Yeah, cool. I'll back you. Pass me the teleprompter. Do your thing. No, I'm joking. Do your thing. Do your thing. You're doing your thing. No, you're doing your job. Anyway, listen, look. Mo's the new phenomenon in town in terms of hops. We're going to carry on. But yeah, what was he saying? Chipmunk and. Do your thing, bro. Ah, cool. Fuck it. Oh my god, he's been offended. Cool, cool. Yeah, so basically, the next topic under entertainment is the. I don't know if you guys have seen. Uh, there's basically a documentary that was released on Link Up TV, uh, where it was documenting um, Chip around the time where he had the beef with Bugsy Malone, um, yeah, yeah. Tiny Temper, and Youngin. Yeah, and so yeah. yeah. Um, I think it actually got taken off. Um, Some of the videos, after, yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, um, where, Chip, where was this on Twitter? It was on Link Up TV. So oh, it was actually a, a feature-length documentary. Okay. Um, it, Wait, it's recent that it came out, yeah. Yeah, it came out like um, last week. I think it was. This. Um, that's the thing what, it's what, been what? taken off since because oh, shit, Chip's wow. label basically wrote to Link Up TV right Same. and they said oh yeah like um, I guess they put in some sort of footage that they didn't want but they didn't discuss it with Chip first basically okay. yeah. do you know what the footage was? Um, it was all sorts of things so obviously just like there's a picture I think they, they weren't happy with him using with Link Up TV using the image of Chip without their permission and like his image is all over, like I'm sure he's yeah do you know what can I see even worse do you know what's even worse some of the freestyles were on Link Up TV. TV yeah so it's like yeah, it's their, their own footage yeah, yeah. 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 I guess because um, Ch- the documentary centred around Chip he probably just wanted um, creative control yeah. I guess over yeah, the maybe. situation uh, but bro he won really he, he won the majority of them that's the thing so it's like so. I think like I, I w- actually watched the documentary it pays it, like it paints him in a Good light. Like, obviously, it tells the truth, innit? It's unbiased opinions. Yeah. So, it's obviously, there's certain parts where it wasn't looking good for him, but certain parts where, I mean, he came out the victor. He won all of these clashes. Yeah. So, I don't see what the problem Wait, is. Did he clash Tiny Temper? He didn't really he just clash Tiny Temper because Tiny Temper never replied. Yeah, the guy was just doing good music at the time and he was know, dressing a bit different to how normally... Yeah, it was up. more just like a one-sided just, just, kind just of... Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, from what I know. But right? I think um, just in general, it was like, it's good for the culture. So it's like putting up that kind of thing. You know how the last episode we were talking about, obviously, Michael Jordan, and he's got his, like, oh, wow. his documentary. I feel like things that are like a landmark or just things that are important to the about. culture should be spoken about. Yeah, yeah especially if there's like, look, like with this documentary, there's a lot of like people who have expert opinions on this situation mm. people that are well engrossed in the culture mm. so yeah I feel like um, they should have just let it run they should have just kept it not up not really man at the end of the day if, you're, if it's your work if it's your creative stuff and you're not getting paid nothing for it 
Why should they secure the bag and not you? Um, I think because it's like it's the way it's been presented. So it's being presented on Link Up TV. It's not like it's but going money, to like but, a broadcasting no, agency. But money, but like money pays the bills. Yeah. So if that's gonna if that's gonna create a uh, what's it called a lane for Link I Up th- TV? I think the only wrong they done. So you got to think about when you're making a documentary regarding someone, you got to get into contact with that person. Mm. So I think that's it might have been number one. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. So it might have been the way that they went about it. Yeah. So the fact that they didn't actually get into contact with him whilst making the documentary yeah. is this been confirmed then, by the way? Um, what that that they just didn't contact this guy or yeah there's 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 a tweet from Chips um, I don't know if it's his management company yeah. but a tweet or a picture where he's just, just detailing what happened where he's just saying like um, Link Up TV didn't go about it the right way in terms of contacting them before releasing it mm. yeah they said that they also refused to speak to the management company yeah so Who, apparently Link Up TV, apparently Link Up TV yeah. says here that basically um, Link Up TV then took the film down, issuing a statement that cited a disagreement with Chips Management, expe- explaining that they wanted to relieve an extraordinary moment in the UK music history. Link Up TV, TV seemingly disagreed with the request to re-edit the video. For their part, Chips Management Company, Cash Motor Management, what a fucking name, uh, issued a statement. <laughs> Wait, can you say that again, please? Cash Motor Management. You think I'd ever do business with that name? Right. Like it sounds like you know what that you sounds like. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Do you know what that sounds like? You're not listening to yeah. you, yeah. Kevin. Nah, nah, Instagram, man. Do you know what that sounds like? That sounds like you know, like when you go to the garages. Yeah. Just like. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> Bruv, what I'm trying to say is this you're going to set up a company what would you and, call it? and you're going to call it Cash Motor Management. That's dead, man. Just for audit, can you say the name one more time? Cash Motor Management. He said Cash Motor, it's Cash Motor. That's why I said Cash. I said Cash for audit, can you say it again? I said Cash Motor Management. Anyway, issued a statement of their own claiming Link Up TV had refused to speak to them. Explain their side of this issue. It ends, I'm only a phone call away. This is a he says. Let's hope it'll be so with. Um, I think, uh, I can't yeah, that. I think it's just what it's one of them situations where Link Up TV have gone about it the wrong way. But um, for the sake of the culture, you should just leave it there, man. Should let it, let it run, yeah. Unless but they re edit it, if it is, and then bring like, it out again. I don't yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't too. really, like, I'm gonna be honest with you, like, full transparency, I don't really like follow people like, um, I don't really follow UK Grime sort of scene. Um, however, what I would say is if you are making a documentary about someone, it would be courtesy to contact them. 100%. Yeah, Even yeah. if it's just to interview them, not necessarily to, they don't have to shape it, yeah, yeah, yeah. but at least to get their side. Because yeah, if you're yeah. writing a story on someone, yeah. do you know what f- it would be silly to not to get not, their yeah. input. You I know think, I mean? do you know what I um, I'll quickly, sorry, sorry yeah, to cut you off, but um, I think it's just, it's, I'm saying this from a selfish point of view. So I'm watching a documentary and I'm thinking, this is good. So I would like it to stay and I'd want other people to see it. Yeah. I guess what you're saying is right. Like, you definitely, it's common courtesy. It's to journalism. Yeah, yeah. I totally right. get that. But I actually think Link Up T- TV tried to be cheeky. So I think they knew that if they maybe get into contact with Chip and his management, they probably might want to cut out of it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, so okay, yeah. I think yeah. they just tried to... But that's only fair though, man. That's Which is true, yeah, yes. That's an advocate for a minute. Because there's a, it depends on how this has been done. So if you're saying this is uh, this is content that's already been recorded, especially on Link Up TV already, right? And it's just showing the clash. That's something that's already been done, as opposed to not necessarily a, in a documentary where they're talking about him. That it, could be it, that, it wasn't, that could be deemed with slander. So it's not. Yeah. To be fair, it's not all Link Up TV. Fire in the booth is where it all started. Yeah, and that's yeah. BBC. Yeah, yeah. Do you it's know what I mean? Fire, Fire in the booth. Oh, okay. That's where it all started, yeah. and that was BBC. So it's not exclusively on um, Link Up TV. Okay. Yeah. To be fair, my honest take on it is the fact that 
chips management and chip, they do have a leg to stand on because really, truly, if you're going to use yeah, my material, I need to get a cut out of this. Or at least we need to have that conversation. It's not even about cut. It's journalism. Basic journalism is, if you speak to any journalist in, in this country, right? If they, if, if, they, if they basically, if someone comes to it, so if Lenny contacts me and I'm a journalist and says, hey, have you heard the story about Kabir? He's done X, so on, so on, Z. I thought you were going to say the story about Kabir doing his cliche. That's traumatised you, boy. That is a story. That's a horror movie. You should have led with that one in the entertainment section. Have we spoken about it, but we need to update his uh, Bitmoji on 5pm. Oh, yeah, we said this. We've got to use his before and after. But, yeah, you have to... The the story is this. You sort of get enough evidence, and this is the word that I can't say, is, oh, my God, I can't say it. Oh you know when you say corroborate, what is it? Corroborate. I just said it. No, corroborate. You need to say it three times. Corroborate, corroborate, corroborate. Alright, cool, cool. Yeah. Karma's mad, Stop deflecting, bro, from the shape. Karma's mad. Hold on, man. Let me just carry on with the story. Yeah. And so, yeah, if if the and so I've got to go out there and try to find as much as evidence. Once I've done that. Then I then it's my onus to then go to Kabir and say, hey, look, I've got this story about you or whatever it is. Would you like to comment? Mm. If you choose to not comment, I will just report. You can, you can still go ahead. With yeah. It. All I will do is I I, I will report on the on the story. I'll just say Kabir has been approached and he's and refused to comment. Which they do all the time. Yeah. Which they do all the time. So for me, is I get you more. I think the the money thing is one thing, but at the very minimum, out of courtesy. They could have approached him for call. yeah, hundred. That's the very, very. That's the minimum. very minimum. Yeah, yeah. that's the very, very, very minimum. minimum. For real, in time, outside of that, in the world of entertainment, I didn't see anything that grabbed my attention. Did any of you might see anything? Um, entertainment-wise, um, I mean the Jordan documentary. There was two more episodes on there. Oh, wicked man! Amazing. Yeah, I touched on it last week. It just gets better and better. Um, I think for me, the one of the best parts about it is not. I can say a Jordan documentary, but it's not a Jordan. It's not documentary. Jordan. No, it's Jordan. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. What's the actual name of the documentary? Save is it? No, the, the last, last dance. Last yeah. yeah, I was about to say save um, the last dance. I think what's what's interesting for me. I, I'm speaking on it again, but I guess I have to. It's that good. Um, what's interesting for me is that obviously when you look at that situation initially, I, as someone who's not that into basketball, I just think Jordan. Mm. But then this documentary highlights the people around Jordan as well. Mm. And it's like, I heard their names in passing, but I didn't realise how great they were. I yeah. guess it's just maybe because they paled in comparison 100%. to Jordan, yeah. but they were still very great in their own right. Even and this Carol, touches yeah. deep on their stories as well. Yeah. And you see, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, they actually done their thing too. Well, I think the new, the new episodes are more about like, Dennis Rodman yeah. and Scotty Pippen. That's what yeah. I was going to say. That like, um, even prior to the podcast, us three were talking about um, Dennis Rodman, and uh, like we knew of Dennis Rodman. We just knew him as the wild guy. We yeah, didn't really yeah. know that he held it down. Honestly, in the court. all I knew was that he played basketball and he was friends with Kim Jong Un. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I. And knew. he was a big brother. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, but he was weird in that as well, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Just looks but it's, it's such a fascinating um, <laughs> documentary because obviously even the name The Last Dance it, refer- it refers to the last season like because if you watch it from right from the start it kind of goes it's it keeps, deep, yeah, deep into it, 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 it so basically it, it will always refer back to the last season yeah. and then refer how something has impacted the last season because yeah. in the last season of that greatness there was a lot of 
issues yeah. that that team oh, had yeah, to yeah, yeah. to deal with. But um, it's like honestly, if you guys haven't watched it, like I think like Mike said, guys, it's it's amazing. So guys, I got to give you um, a question, right? Funny, it's good. I'm glad. Get the words out. Get the words out. Get the words out. For, for context, it is three a.m. right now, so yeah, people so, are tired. You have one. You can only give one answer. So you've, you've got the opportunity to go to one last boxing match for Mike Tyson. One last concert for Michael Jackson. Michael get, Jackson's dead. Or no, he's, he's coming back to life. He's coming back to life. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, I'm just you know. Or one last basketball game that has Michael Jordan. And all of them at their best. All of them at their prime? Or are we talking about their... No. So this this would be now. Let's just say they was able to come back and just do... Yeah, but... No, I know Michael Jackson. Nah, now. Let's say at their prime. No, is there going to be someone controlling them from... Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, it's the thing. Hypothetically. Let's make that question more interesting. Look, come on, look. There's going to be in their prime. No, no. Let's make that question... Let's make that question more interesting. Michael Jackson at his prime... Michael Jordan yes. is prime and Tyson is prime. Yes. Who are we going to see? Tyson for me, bro. Yeah, for me, you have to pick one. Tyson. For me, personally. Can you pick and say why? Yes. Yeah. I, I am inclined to go for Michael Jordan. The reason why I would say it's just because the athletic game of basketball and what he was able to do, someone who was six for six, right? And he was able to like I don't know if you guys ever seen but the just way to say six foot six for a basketball it's player is short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you look at what he was, <laughs> some of the slam dunks that he was able to do for someone who was not that big, like jet- over people, yeah. and you're talking about someone who's scoring like 50, 60 points a game, mm. right? This is someone where like I don't I'm know if you that in that yeah, time. Even Obama, like I come on to get Obama on a documentary is not an easy thing, right? About like so basically just to just to put it out there. So what how it was is. Before he joined um, the Bulls, um, they were their average attendance was like a third of the stadium, yeah. right? Within three games or four games of him joining, the tag changed. It people were just wanting to buy tickets to watch what, Michael as a Jordan. Yeah, as a rookie. Okay. As, as a, a rookie, as a draft, as in, in his three games. after like his yeah. third or fourth game, because in his third game he done a madness, in it? Or yeah, second or yeah, third yeah, game, yeah, yeah. he done yeah, an absolute madness. The, the captain or the main player on the team said after the third game he's the best here. Yeah, he's the there best. was a game where he won the game for them, and it was like he scored like a ridiculous yeah, amount yeah. of points. Yeah. And then That's after the that, episode, yeah. even Obama was saying I couldn't get a ticket because I don't have the oh, money to get a ticket. Yeah, from Chicago as well. What about you? For me, I'd say Tyson. Okay. There's a reason why, and it's something that happened very recently. There's a video of him boxing, and he's 53 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way he moves, boy. Yeah. The way he moves, fam. It's mad. So imagine watching that man in his prime, fam. Yeah. 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 Um, the reason I was, Tyson would be last is because he was predominantly knocking guys out. So that's that that's, be, what that that, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. That's what I was gonna say. However, I would pick Michael Jackson Same. because the brother would stand there for 10 minutes. Same. And, and girls be fainting, crying. The guy's amazing, man. So you're you're, you're going to watch girls faint? No, no, no. For me, for me, for me, so my was a different hell. How is that just recent? How is that just recent? I want to say something. That's my part. Positive. I thought you were going to say something. I'm out. I'm walking out the door. I'm trying to. 
no, 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 hold up, hold up. So my, I'm my, trying to emphasize how amazing he was. My <laughs> answer please, is Michael Jackson, but that's please, not the reason yeah, why. Yeah, redeem it, redeem it, I'm just, I'm just emphasizing how amazing he was. He was standing for ten minutes at the beginning of the concert, but, but not saying a word, and people be fainting. But the passing that, how does it come into it? Yeah, clear that one up. Say again. The girls passing that. Yeah, girls be fainting like. Yeah, uh, just, but, it was just weird. It was just, so let's just kind of, how do you know they were fake? Were you watching I've, YouTube videos? Yes, I've seen videos, yes. Yeah? Yes. And were you watching that specific detail of like, girls <laughs> oh fake? Oh my god. <laughs> 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 that was even looking at the show. I'm walking out. I've seen it because some of the videos will be, will be, will be it's, it's literally because. Get it what? Oh, some of the videos are literally because. Like it's, it's, it exists because people are fainting and just crying. <laughs> <laughs> that's next, why it's in this. Next, that's why okay, it's okay, okay, okay. So for me, I cleaned up, man. And for up. me, I won't go into detail about Jordan because I think Mete summed it up perfectly. But um, I would pick Jordan. I'll I'll tell you the reasons why I won't pick the others. Um, I won't pick Tyson simply because he was a knockout okay. merchant. So it's like it's not in terms of entertainment, it's great, but it's it's, it's not as long lasting. It's I'm gonna watch it and then in ten seconds it's done. I'm seeing someone flat on the floor, not yeah. breathing. Um, <laughs> not breathing. <laughs> yeah, they used to say like his punches. No, but they used to say his punches was like someone throwing a washing machine at your head. Yeah. So oh. I mean, yes, oh. imagine that kind wait, of wait. How, wait, how do you know what a washing machine? <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe the, one of um, so them. Wait, <laughs> Michael Jackson used to make girls faint, but Mike Tyson just used to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you saw you saw those punches. Yeah. On the oh, yeah, That's him at fifty years old. Imagine that in your prime twenty years ago. It's crazy. You don't need to. I wouldn't want that punch now. There's a video of him training when he was like proper fit, young. Yeah. that body bag. I felt sad for the body bag. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And also Michael Jackson. I mean, he was a great entertainer as well, but. I feel like, do you know what, with the other two, it's like they can be replicated. So you can, I, I can watch Beyonce now, who's almost as good as an nah, entertainer. Levels, just entertainer. Mm, come Beyonce. She's oh, the best now. I'm yeah. not even a Beyonce fan. She's, she's, she's the best entertainer now. But yeah. no, so between her and Michael Jackson is a huge level. So, so for me... Yeah, Beyonce is lit, man. I will go... Before you quickly divert to that. But yeah, I think that's just the reason. I think both of those two can be replicated. I don't think Jordan can be replicated. No. I saw that and it was like I've never, I don't, I've never seen anything like that. It's, it's amazing, crazy. Bro. It made me feel away. I felt motivated. But I feel there's a documentary that's making you say you that. Say as that well, yeah. No, yeah, because they're all saying it. They're all saying it. You know, in one season, the one in one season, he won the best defense player, the best MVP, and bearing in mind they weren't even the champion as well. Yeah, the best MVP, the best attacking player. The most points, okay. everything. Before you watch this documentary and we was to ask you the same question, would your answer have been Michael Jordan? No, but exactly. I did that, but that's just... No, 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 that would probably be the reasoning for you. Look, like I, I might next week. I might watch this Jordan documentary and, and then next week thing, yeah. sway and say. No, but no, also I, I like basketball Michael as well. Yeah. But for me personally, so I'll choose Michael Jackson. I know it's not because the reason that he <laughs> said you don't try to see the girls feet. No, no. <laughs> I feel for me, it's more of a thing where I'm a I'm a concert guy, so I I enjoy going to concerts. Do you get mm. what I'm trying to say? And he was considered the best performer of all time. Mm. So to see the best performer of all time, like for me, that would just be. That'll be Fair a sick enough. experience, man. It's not the best experience. Is the best. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of basketball as much. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of boxing as well, don't get me wrong, I love boxing, but musically, I feel like I'm more inclined. Do you to not think other people can moonwalk too, though? Huh? 
Huh? It's not about moonwalking, man. It's about performing. I'll tell you one example. I'll tell you one example. I'll give you an example. I watched Justin Timberlake. Someone done it in my primary school play. I watched Justin... I'm just saying. It's nothing to do with moonwalking, though, man. I watched Justin Timberlake perform, yeah? Yeah. Performing-wise, he's sick. Like, crazy. Like, I personally think he's better than Drake, performance-wise, isn't it? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Whoa. Bro, no, no, no. Have you seen Justin Timberlake perform? No, it's not that. I'm just shocked that you said someone's better than Drake. Oh. you said Drake is better than Drake. Bro, I'm a big fan of Jay-Z, innit? Don't don't get me wrong. But, um, like, so, Jackson, like, Michael Jackson is considered to be much, like, ten times better than Mm, that. So, to experience to see something like that. But, again, as I say, I might watch this Jordan documentary and completely Mm, change my mind a week after. I mean, he's a basketball fan. I'm not. I don't know about Lenny, though. (laughs) (laughs) We need need to to talk about that one after we finish recording the podcast. We need to discuss this further. But let's move on to the next segment. Uh, the next segment of sports, the world of sports, current affairs. I don't feel like there's much happening. Well, this, there, this week. there is actually, like in terms of like this. I mean, obviously, let's it, not get into the whole the details e- about thing. But um, <laughs> the French league, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. But the French league, um, they've handed the, the PSG, title. PSG. The PSG. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They've completed. What did that happen? Yeah, they completed yesterday. two days ago. Oh, sh- yeah. oh, okay. Um, and then also, German I, league is going to start. Yeah, it's gonna um, stop in May. There's 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 however, what there, there is a problem there, which is that so what's happening right now? There's also progress in terms of training. Mm. So what they're saying now is, is that players can start training with behind closed door with masks on. They have to be tested for COVID nineteen. Premier League. Premier League. Okay. Um, however, the problem mm. with that is, is some footballers have already come out and said they're not going to be putting their lives at risks um, during the pandemic. Because the Premier League wants them to finish the season, they're a key worker now. <laughs> uh, so, so I think I think that the, the issue we're going to have is is if you do get enough people who are saying, "Well, I'm not going to play," they're willing their rights to say that yeah. because yeah, realistically, it's not an essential work. Yeah, but are you now? Have, have any players said that? Like, Remember, you know, Aguero play. said it. Let's not is forget. It? Yeah. No, he said he's scared. He said he's not going to play. Yeah, exactly. He's not going to play. No, he said he's scared. scared. He didn't say he hasn't said he's not not going to play. But um, you're, let's not forget your contract to the, to the club. So if they're saying you need to go and play, you need to no. Go but come on, tech. why is it essential yes, work? I know that. Tech, but if your your contract to the club, if they say you need to go and play, you need to go and play. Yeah, I get that. So but wait, so wait. The only example of players that have said that is Aguero. No, there's a lot of players. City player. He's not explaining. He's not playing. So what? Aguero. No, no, no. He's not explaining properly. He says false facts sometimes. Basically, Aguero has said a lot of people, a lot of players. Have said, and he's been in discussion with them, saying that they they're, they're not on it. They're okay. scared. Look, Aguero says players are scared to play football during pandemic. Exactly. Manchester City striker Aguero says players are scared about returning to the playing football during the pandemic. Probably just City. Which, today. It's a bit funny that he's having said because he can't even speak English, so it's probably just City players. Do you know what? Yeah. Let me ask you, man, Sad, in terms of the world of sports here. What's your best football moment? Within the last, that's five, five last season. That's it. Within the last five years, um, I don't oh, think there's man, been any good ever. city fit in the last five years, man. Actually, ever, 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 ever. Like, ever. It has to be it. Yeah, wow, I've got two moments. Very broad. Yeah. Two thousand five Champions League win for Liverpool. Okay, that, can we? That, that if we're gonna give, if we're gonna epic. give two, can we give one for your team and one objective one? Is that fair? Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree, man. Cool. Okay. Keep it short and sweet. So that's okay, your, your personal one is Liverpool. Personal one is Liverpool. Oh, this is a tough one. I'm sorry Second one I need to think about because there's been a few, man. Yeah. Everyone say their personal one, innit? And then we can move on to... 
Personal? Nah, you like go first, innit? He doesn't have personal because he doesn't support a team. When Messi scored 70 goals. I would say when Messi got married. When Chelsea beat Barcelona. When we asked him, he was like, no, 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 you like go first. For me, when Chelsea beat Boston in the Champions League and then we went, we went and won the Champions League that that, that, that was a good moment. That was a good moment. Uh, objectively, I when would Torres say, well, yeah, I would say Liverpool's uh, 2005 Champions League win because uh, they came back from nowhere, fam. That's definitely mm. up there. That's one of the football moments that will stay with me forever. Hundred mm. percent. Um, personal, oh, I mean, it's tough. It was so much success that Man United have seen over the years, you know. Just, well, when you say over yeah. the years, are you talking recent, just, recent talking years or very much just, past tense? <laughs> I mean, whether past tense or current, you know, just years, <laughs> just a, years and years of titles. I'm just trying to differentiate, you know, when you've won so many, it's all a blur. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, let's go with uh, oh, 2008 Champions League final. Yeah, just, yeah. Why not? Just, just, you know, yeah. there's more than one, but we'll go with that we'll one. Go cool. Um, Which one? The um, 2008 Champions League final. Oh, when we beat um, Chelsea. Yeah, but I hate that day. Yeah. Oh, when um, thing Mr. Penalty. I hate. Yeah, yeah. Um, Terry. Uh, yeah. Was it Terry? I think. Yeah, Terry. Was, yeah. It, was it Terry? It was yeah. Terry. That whole period I was. We equalizing them. That whole period was a great period for us. Just because. But have I you not like, ever had like a get like like. My point, like, so, like, you know, the game against um, when you guys won the Champions League final okay. in '98, like, that was crazy because they scored two goals. In okay, two, okay, two cool, cool, cool. But I mean, like, okay, cool. Don't get me wrong. Personal experience, fantastic. You lot won the Champions yeah, yeah, League. Yeah. But I mean, a game that has thrilled you so much and it's been okay, on cool. Team. I like that. So I, I like I, that I, question I, better. I'm, I'm trying to yeah, say yeah, a moment yeah, like yeah, that yeah. for me. I like that question better. Um, that question, that answer for me is um, Tottenham. So we beat Tottenham. It's a, it's not much of a game, but five just two. in terms, yeah, five two. Um, that game was amazing for me because yeah. I didn't actually watch it live. So basically, I remember it was on Boxing Day, I believe. And obviously, it's Boxing Day. I'm sure you lot know about Boxing Day sales. So you go out shopping and whatnot. Yeah. And so we, obviously, um, just to give you context, we we I think we were the only club that's never lost on Boxing Day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, I'm. How does that even matter, man? Well, it does. It does matter because anyway. Yeah, let me get. Let me get to it. 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 I'm having debates with someone that does sport team. Anyway, let's, let's get go. to it. So yeah, obviously, um, I'm checking. <laughs> He's researching. <laughs> no, I'm checking. He's researching. He's researching. Messy facts. That's his good He's researching great escapes of all time. No, I'm trying to remember it. Like, there's anything I missed out. Okay, so my one. Um, the first, the first one, obviously, the Tottenham one, where. So the score was 5-2 in the end. We won that match, but um, Tottenham scored the first two goals. So I was checking the updates on my phone as I was going about my shopping. I've seen 2-0 and I was like, oh, you know what, fuck this. Um, and I've kind of just not checked the scores for the rest of the day. So then I ended up at one of my boys' house after later that night um, to watch match of the day, but I was still unaware of the scores. Yeah. So I'm watching it and it was like, 2-0 at half time and then we've we've drawn one back. I'm thinking, wait, I thought the final score was 2-0. I thought we lost this game. <laughs> then it's 2-2, two, two, then 3-2, then 4-2, then 5-2. Two, two. And it was yeah. literally it was just like it was typical United back back in them times. You know when it's like, even if we're losing, it's just like wave Winning after mentality. wave after attack. Mentality, it's yeah. like you're watching it thinking, I mean they're losing, but this probably won't last long. Yes. And then on top of that, um, I think it was one of my favourite celebrations of all time which was Ronaldo when he scored the um, fifth goal. So I think it was a fifth goal and it might, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it might have been a hat-trick on his part. Mm, so he's basically banged it, the fifth goal, he's ran into the corner, 
taken off his top, thrown it. Oh, in yeah, it. yeah, it's flexed. Yeah. Said, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say that. Yeah. But I didn't want to mention it because <laughs> the fact that you enjoyed that celebration of him taking off his top <laughs> no, so much. No, no, no. You don't want to ruin it. <laughs> you, man are, you man are taking wow. the experience. <laughs> Is that what inspired you to go, You man. Fuck it, yeah, fuck it. But um, oh, that's, that's the personal one. Um, right, you certainly. Do you know what the worst thing is, yeah? In terms of like thrilling games, yeah? Yeah. Like for, for me, it's all, it's all, it's always about the game, and Liverpool have had too many, man. I can mention Ben. Yeah. Do you got let, me quickly, right, cool. let me quickly But get one, one, one I will mention that's in my head, bro. Yeah. Um, last season, Tottenham against. Um, who was it in semi finals that they played? Ajax, Tottenham, Ajax. Bro, that, oh, that was a sick game. That man. was an epic game, bro. Yeah, yeah. To the point, like. I did not think that they they're gonna reach the final at all. Yeah, do you get what I'm trying to say? So, from what I can remember, that's one of them. But yeah, I think for me, um, it's not even so much scoreline for me. I think my the thrilling games for me is it's based on individual performances. Yeah. So like w- ones that stand out were like um, back in the day when you'd watch. Because I mean, for me anyway, I didn't have Sky Sports, so watching like some of these European teams mm. it would be like the rare occasion on ITV and Champions League night yeah. so I remember watching certain games and it would be like yeah. Ronaldinho like oh, do you know what those moments will live on and Mo, remember Mo asked, Mo asked personal experience yeah. and someone that's uh, not your team yeah. as well yeah mm. bro why have you not mentioned any Liverpool games like we've had so many bro and no but I've just said it's not based off the match it's, it's based on no, it's nothing to do no, no, you missed what I said. No. So this is what I said. I said it's not based off of team performances. Why are you him, bro? It's based off of individual bro, performances. No, imagine so this. One to, first of all, this guy couldn't answer. This, answer. This, this guy couldn't answer. First of all, yeah. Second of all, he's had to research. He's had to research no, on Google, typing greatest games of all time. I never done that. Third of all, I don't Why is he even in this discussion? Why isn't he? Let me not lie to you. Let me not lie to you. I swear to you, you're gonna think I'm biased. I'm hating, yeah. but um, the, in the the three three um the Champions League final that you lot came back, Olympiakos. Um, in the three three, in the three three, in the three three, give you. In the three three, do you know what the highlight was? The highlight wasn't even a comeback. Do you know what the highlight was for me in that three three game? I don't care about Olympiakos or like Dortmund. Like that's not big games, bro. Do you know what the highlight was for me in the three three? You know um AC Milan's third goal. Do you remember that goal? Do you remember that? Yeah, goal? the Crespo. The Crespo. Oh, oh my God. Bro. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he spans Gerard. The best part of all time. Mad that pass. That, that and then the finish. Yeah. Oh, epic. That was disgusting. Epic. Yeah. Epic. Yeah, no offence, but it's... I'm no, it's come, I, I don't take no offence because okay. they didn't win it in the end. What about you, did you stay your... No, I didn't. I can't think. I've got two moments. I could do it. I don't really... Yeah, go for it. For me, the best individual moment, 100%, yeah, like I would have loved to have seen was Ronaldinho against Real Madrid when he absolutely tore them to pieces and the whole of Bernabeu was clapping I don't know if you don't remember there was one goal he scored specifically where he just like literally it was just crazy that That was when like Dino was just unbelievable wasn't it Um, and then the best team moment like the best game winning moment for me like you gotta put like the Barca PSG game man like Neymar in that game yeah, man, that was like. Do you know why? Do you know why I don't really like that one because it didn't amount to much. So even though I'm a United fan, yeah, the Aguero one is it means more because yeah. you actually won a title. Whereas with that oh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. how yeah. can we forget Aguero? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or the other I one that I'd say personally, there. like where it meant a lot to me, where like it was fucking crazy. Yeah, when this goal happened, I don't know if you like remember like Euro two thousand eight. Um, Turkey and Turkey was banging goals like last, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Semi's goal really and the last second. 
when they're considering the whole round round what about round even um, 2002 yeah, World Cup final um, Italy France Zidane's headbutt yeah. Uh, that's, that's, like, that's 2006, yeah. 2006, 2006 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah that was a legendary moment oh let me that. not lie that tournament you know when I said individual moments Zidane stood Zidane, out to me yeah. because mm. Zidane won bro 1998 in the final against Brazil yeah that Brazil team in the 1998 yeah was amazing Zidane won it with 1998 my memory is faint it was faint but it was but you know I still remember that day I, I, I remember yeah. the score, but I don't, my memory is faint. With 2006, I can actually appreciate football. I don't know if you remember, actually, this is one of the greatest moments. In that same tournament, Roberto Carlos scored this free kick. The ball, I remember if you ever watch it, it was going out yeah. and it went in. It was literally going out and it went in. Roberto Carlos is one of the biggest enigmas to me. Is he a defender? Is he a midfielder? Is he an attacker? I know that's what he plays, but fam. He could play any position. The Zidane one for me was just crazy because obviously at the time I could appreciate football more. And it was like. Do you know what? Let me put a mix into this, yeah? Without obviously like wanting to do over the time and stuff, innit? But what would you also say is that the best kit for. Football stadium, like if you could pick one item in football, can I tell my one quickly? Yeah, go on, go on. Um, I would have to say that Brazil kit 98 Ronaldo at the back. The amount of people who had that kit was fucking unbelievable, man. Every I, single person I, had that stadium? kit. Stadium, what stadium? Yeah, you just I can say you could pick one yeah. out of everything. Yeah, stadium, you said. Well. No, no, I said no, like I if you just pick one item, one, like it, oh, could be, it could be a stadium, oh. it could be a ball. It could be a football boot that defined you or kind of had a big impact. The other one is Jogger Benito. That was big, man. Yeah, that's Benito. what I was just about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one single football item that defined... Oh, I can't need to think about that. I would say Jogger Benito. Um, Benito. I'm going to go back to the Zidane point. But I'll answer that. <laughs> <laughs> you might have been cutting me off like 20 times. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to answer that, though. But um, yeah, I think for that Zidane, I'll give him that World Cup just because... It was. I never really got to watch him that much, so oh, I was just seeing him take the piss out of my favorite players. Like I remember there was a, a period where they faced Brazil, and I think he's flipped it over on Aldinho's oh, head. Good, I'm just thinking, bro, this is my favorite player. He's just mm. embarrassing him like this. You know, with guys like that, yeah, I find it so weird that they're they're some of the best ever, like Zidane and Ronaldinho. But I don't ever feel like they have to work hard. Um, yeah, it feels again, it's so again, it's like, it's like, oh, it feels like it's effortless. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think that just comes down to like natural talent Talent, when you're you're just that Mm. gifted. But in terms of what you asked, I think what stood out to me was, um, I want to say a boot, but I was going to say one, but then there's been others. um, Not not Predator for me. Um, No, it was going to be the Tiempos. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have gone for that. Yeah. It was going to be the tempos, but then I quickly remembered the vapors as well. The vapors was mad. I can't lie, the vapors was one of those things where at the time it was like, obviously, when you see ballers playing it, you're thinking in your head, wait, so if I put these on, I might be a bit faster. I'm going to be a bit faster. I'm going to lick a shot and it's going to. It's gonna swerve a bit more. Do you but, know what I mean? I don't, know if, I don't know. Do you not? Know, I used to do this when I was younger. But I used to wear ash tufts on the jeans. Mm. <laughs> you know oh my god! <laughs> yeah, bro. Bear, I had bear as well. Yeah. It was like you're going out, innit? Yeah. You had tempos. <laughs> you had the papers out. Yeah, yeah. And you pick it under different Red, jeans, innit? I used to wear it to weddings, bro. This this is why I feel. This is why I feel. Weddings. Weddings. Wow. Did you wear that? You wore that to Messi's wedding. Turkish Cypriot prince with the freshest 
Um, that's how you know. That's, oh, why I, okay. that's why I feel sorry for um, parents these days, though, because obviously, like, growing up, I wanted total 90s. Now they want Dior's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dior's, who, fam? Dior's, Gucci. <laughs> Dior's. My child will not see Dior's until they're working, they can afford their own Dior's. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that, that's, 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 that's dumb, fam. What? That bank kids that some mad, expensive um, Italian gums for. What you should, what you should get them to do? Five years old, like, what the fuck? What you should get them to do is save their money, man. I used to mm. do it. Every day, I used to get a pound. Yeah, I'll yeah. pull it by the end of the week. I had what five pounds, ended them up for twenty pounds yeah, off, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that was big true. money back then. Yeah, yeah if you want them to yours, you know, you've got to wait a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, man. Build up them five for pounds. Real. Get a pound a day. You <laughs> <laughs> do bits by the yeah, end man. of the year. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to the next section? Let's go. Yeah. Cool. So wait, 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 wait. What about Lenny, man? What's your big moment? Oh yeah, he didn't answer it. Didn't answer. Big moments. 2008 Champions League, man. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Yeah. Against um, Chelsea. Yeah. What about, 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 that's fair enough, fair enough. That was a very good game. I just trust me. That was say, a good game. It was a very good game. Uh, Duran Lampard hit the, the crossbar mm-hmm. and there's your time. Actually, do you know what? I don't know why you didn't say um, Jogba's header. Bruv, you know what? Oh, Chelsea's my had a loss. Yeah. Chelsea's had a lot of games, bro. The penalty. Yeah. I can't lie. I was watching it. I was gassed. Bruv. Jogba, man, signed out like a hero. One thing, Jogba had a lot of moments, especially against oh, Arsenal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god! And there was one game against Everton. I don't know if you ever remember. <laughs> remember it was that. it was a rainy game against Everton at thing. Um, I know exactly what, what game. He scored Park, like yeah. two screamers. Yeah, yeah, Lampard and 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 when Jogba scored and he slid across the yeah. thing. He scored like yeah. chest, chest and volley, yeah. bang from like near the halfway line. Jogba beast. Yeah. Um, Let yeah, me not lie quickly. Sorry, sorry to harp on it, but there was a one game where Chelsea played Arsenal. Um, Chelsea needed to say Chelsea won as they always do against Arsenal. I think the final score is three now. Yeah. Um, but there was a moment where Drogba was running, um, and then Traore tried to barge into him, and Traore is the one that fell. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> but then he yeah. fell so bad that he fell and then fell up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. at the end of it, he was standing up again. <laughs> oh shit! Now Drogba, man, that's the thing that I feel like we've not had a replacement for Drogba. Do you know what was sick back in the day as well? Liverpool Arsenal games, man. Mm. Like, they not still back are. in the day, but they still like, are. That's the recent history. There's always so many goals. There was yeah. Yeah. Arsenal yeah. ripped them. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. I remember there was a game. I think it was Liverpool played them. Chelsea played them the following week. Liverpool ripped them apart. I can't remember the final score, but I think within the first half, first twenty minutes, Liverpool scored like three goals. Oh, what, against Arsenal? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is like probably 2014 something. Oh, yeah, yeah, the 5 0. Yeah, and then the following week we played there, we spent the result like three goals within 20 minutes. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Being an Arsenal fan must be stressful. Yeah. We need the Arsenal representing. It's more or less like 3 and 1, basically. It's Kaka, the way he used to score some certain goals, like. Um, sometimes be after extra time. It was against Celtic, uh, Argentina. I remember the Celtic. And there was another one. one. I can't remember. The other oh, was that the Argentina game? But uh, the Emirates, right? game, yeah. I think it was the first game at Emirates. Yeah. Actually, where he'll just take the ball, take on Bear Man, yeah. and just score the last. Yeah. Game. Yeah, he's my favourite player. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, man. So, yeah, guys, uh, right now we're getting into the two pence in segment. Do you know what? I feel like the two pence in, I haven't done it justice. We ain't explained it properly. So, the way it works is, yeah, Lenny and Max, they go and do their research on social media and other means and stuff like that. And they will come up with a topic of discussion for us to debate and give our opinions in. The, the thing is with this is that the fact that me, Mete and Cubs don't know what they're going to ask us. So there's that element of surprise. So we're hearing this for the first time as you guys are hearing it. So Lenny and Mike, let us know what's cracking for this week. 
Cool. Um, so, to be honest, I mean, you mentioned us doing research. Um, I didn't actually do any research. <laughs> Sometimes um, we don't do research. Yeah. It came to me like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's a good one nonetheless. All right. So, basically, I watched a film yesterday. Um, the film's called Nightcrawler on Netflix. Okay. Um, I won't give away, I won't do any spoilers or anything like that. In recommend case it? Anyone, yeah, I'd okay. recommend it. Um, whether you like it or not, it's interesting to say the least. Okay. Kind of dark, it's a dark film, but it's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I watched it and I, I felt like um, it's in many ways a reflection of like the way things are going in society now. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll just give you the premise of the film. So it's basically a guy who, um, he, he comes across an accident and he records it on his um, like phone. a traffic accident. Something along those lines, yeah. Okay. Records it and then is able to get money for the footage. So he sells it to a news station. Okay. And then from that point on, that becomes his, um, his job, hustle. essentially. Okay. His hustle, essentially. So he's going around looking for... Accidents. Yeah, Suffolk accidents, accidents, violence, just stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, and going to record. He's got, he's got a, a radio that tells okay. him where accidents are happening. Yeah, so he's got like a police scanner. So yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. So like, he might hear on the radio, oh yeah, triple shooting here, here, and he'll go there and record it, basically. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, it gets dark. Um, I won't give away too much. The film so gets what's dark. the two pence? So the two pence is, um, obviously like, well, I was watching it thinking, is this a reflection of society, the way things are going now? Mm. Because it's like, you'll see incidents where, for example, someone's been stabbed. I yeah. think there was one a few days Recently, ago, like Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's yeah, yeah, yeah. been stabbed yeah. and the people's first reaction is to record it. Mm. It's like, with with that... He died as well, you know, the Birmingham yeah, one. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So it's like, you don't want that. And you don't want that in your mm. final moments, torn to just be recording you. Yeah. You should be doing your utmost to help the person yeah. rather than just whip out a phone. Yeah. I think, do you think we're descending into dangerous times where people's first instinct is just to to broadcast any broadcast a, a situation that's crazy to that extent rather than actually do something? Step in and yeah, help. yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I feel uh, like humanity's going in the wrong direction. Yeah, if I'm mm. honest with you, because if an incident was to happen like that where someone's getting stabbed or someone's getting hurt. What what annoys me is that someone's first instance is picking up their phone and recording it. Yeah. Like, how do you even think of doing that yeah. rather than... Like, my first thought would be, first of all, getting out my phone and calling the police mm, or something. Mm, yeah. That would be my first instance or help in any way that I can. Yeah. I'll be too shocked to be like, no, actually, let me put my video camera on and record yeah. this or post it on social media. Mm. On top of that, um, I think the question's layered. I only said one side of it. I think... Just off, like, there's people who, um, incidents like that will happen and people will record that. Mm. But just in general, like, the use of our phones and uh-huh. how we're, like, very quick mm. to record everything and anything. That's, that's a very so it's good like, question. I mean, I'm guilty of it myself, but it's like, you go, you go out to a meal, before mm. you eat it, you snap, you snap, you snap it. it. Yeah. Yeah. You go to a rave, you're, you're raving with your phone in your hand, recording it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you're more so filming it than actually raving. Enjoying you get what I mean? Yeah. So to answer your question in relation to people videoing stuff instead of stepping in to help, I feel like 100% that's an issue. But at the same time, there's multi-dimensions when it comes to this. So let's say, for example, the Birmingham situation, yeah? Um, the brother got stabbed. The person was videoing the whole thing happening. And um, I feel like the error in that one was the fact that he shared it on social media. If you were to video this and you just give it to the police, that could result in the killers being, you know, caught. And that's it. That's and the end of that. Yeah. 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 But when you're taking these videos, because I'm not going to lie to you, but if I'm seeing someone get stabbed in front of me, 
I'm not I'm not in a place where I could just hop out of the car and start to be like, no, I don't do this, don't do this, because I could I could get deaded myself. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But like if I was to record it, that could help for the real murderers to get to get um yeah. caught in the end. Um, the fact that yeah, the, the fact that people are sharing footage like that is a problem, and even for the person's family, fam, like it must That's break their heart to man, see yeah. their son in his final moments like that. Yeah, do you know, and I mean? it being broadcasted as well. Yeah, for every Around Tom, Dick, and Harry yeah. to see. In answer to your second question, in relation to instead of people enjoying the moment, everyone's too busy to Snapchat and film everything that they're doing. I feel like there's two motives to people do. Now, there's one main motive. Now, the motive is the issue. Yeah. So if you're doing that. If you're going to a place or if you're going to a motive just to, so that you can be seen at the motive, then yeah, that's there they might ask. Mm. However, and funnily enough, when we go to the bank, all of us have discussed this before. We'll see people at the bank waiting that standing in the queue for like an hour, waiting to be seated. As soon as they sit down, one person's on their phone, the other one's on their phone. They'll snap themselves smoking the shisha when the food comes and they don't even hold a conversation with each other. That's dead. Bro, there's I've literally seen people that literally have no word of conversation with each other yeah. they're on their phone the whole time snap, yeah. snapping or whatever That's and then they exit the place That's good. however in saying that as well we can't ignore the fact that we do live in a social media age so yeah. engaging with it is not a problem but don't over engage with it and let yeah. it be the motive to everything yeah. that you do also like it's, it's like um, a violation of your own privacy because it's like by doing that you get what I mean? It's like you go to a restaurant and you snapped it. You've basically just given your location away to thousands oh, yeah. of people. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That kind of ties in with Pop Smoke, yeah. basically yeah. what happened there. Yeah. He's basically f- just ma- going about his business casually, but he's recorded something. I think and because of that, with it's alerted people to where his is location is. Is that actually confirmed the, the reason as to... I mean, that's I mean, one I mean, of the... It's got to be that, the, speculation. Be that. Yeah. the address was there. Yeah. I think they the had pro- a party and then, you know, yeah. guys yeah. I think the problem with society today is that we would rather be accepted by... But we want to be feel accepted by other people, so I think when people go out to like clubs yeah, and they snap it, they want validation and um, acceptance from other people that are, that are on their social media rather than actually enjoying the present time. Yeah, I think mm. yeah, it depends where your, most of your intentions lie because I think mm. subconsciously everyone wants to be accepted and fit in one way or another, mm. but I think that shouldn't get in the way of you enjoying. Or you doing, it shouldn't get to the point where you're doing stuff you don't even really want to do. Just for the, just yeah, for the just stuff, doing it just for the, the ground. ground. Yeah, 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 just yeah. for the ground. I think there's a difference of living, putting your life, portraying your life on social media and living for the validation. There's a huge difference in it. Because I think that there's a lot of like, I'm, I'm very active on social mm. media. However, I don't feel like I have to be validated. Like, I don't have to, I don't feel like I have to have a certain amount of likes or people to respond to certain things to kind of feel good about myself do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like, I'm yeah. active on it but like people know what I'm up to but I don't but whereas I think the dangerous bit is is based basically where I feel like especially you see it now with the whole pandemic where like a lot obviously a lot of people who would have lived for the gram or like that for the validation obviously they're finding it difficult to put out content and then therefore receive that validation so they're finding this whole process extremely difficult having said that like even on the issue that we spoke about like pot smoke and stuff as well Sometimes I feel like, yes, you know, for example, um, Pop Smoke may have put his address or whatever it was, but it also doesn't excuse the act that's been done. I'm not saying that you were saying that, but the thing is, it's like... That's another conversation. Yeah, that's another conversation. Common sense isn't common. You can't 
expect people to act accordingly. Yeah, but how would you know you're going to put your address on and then... then yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're definitely right. I think it's just... The question no, is just... The situation listen, that he was in, listen, you're he was very... You're a huge involved. upcoming gang star. Gang yeah. Yeah. A huge yeah. upcoming star. You, okay. And he's gang affiliated as well. He's gang affiliated, but let's put that aside for one second. If the murder was going to take place, something would have. Yeah. You would have had, I don't know, a bunch of girls coming outside, making noise and saying, oh, we love you. Just commotion or something. Robbery. So, or something or robbery. Like it could have been anything. But let me ask oh, another question, yeah? That's a different story. Off the back of what Mete said, is the fact that he feels that um, he does that he's very active on social media, but he knows where to draw the line, if that makes sense, between mm. validation and just being yourself on social mm, media. Yeah. Do you feel that it's easier for some of us from our generation to do that? Because we remember an age before Instagram, before Facebook, before Bebo, before MySpace and all of that. But the kids that are growing up now, people that are 16, 18. Yeah. So how do we install that sense of like, you know, social media, social media, real life is real life. Don't make that. Yeah, both of them. I think it's not just them. Parents, man. Yeah, I think, well, mm. I mean, the, the one thing I'd say as well, it's, just, it's not just them as well, though. There's a lot of people who've been out yeah, 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 100%, 100%, 100% kind of, because you, you can fall into that trap, mm. do you know what I'm trying to say? Or, for example, you may have been someone who may have not necessarily had a lot, not necessarily had a lot going for you. I'm not saying you didn't have a lot going for you, but maybe you blew up on social media mm. as an Insta-famous person, yeah. and that's been your thing. And now it's like you're you're dependent on that validation in order to feel like your career is good or whatever you're doing. So I don't think it's necessarily only true for people who are younger, but I think it's a very dangerous like situation. I think you need to know when to like be able to like Kabir said, you know, enjoy being present at the moment or sort of like just mm-hmm. living for that. You know, like, oh yeah, I've got my phone constantly out. Like if you're if you're if you're doing something, like get a couple of videos. Yeah. And then enjoy it as well, you know. Mm, mm. Well, one of the questions that Mark asked um, in relation to you know when a criminal activity happens in front of you, and a lot of people are quick to just pick up their phone and record what's happening instead of you know intervening or mm. trying to stop that. I, I, I don't agree. I, with I that. do believe some people are doing it with, with good with good intentions, you know, to mm. capture this moment, make sure that the that people responsible are caught. Yeah. Do you remember Nice? No. Nice in the terrorist attack in Nice. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. that 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 yeah, the truck. Truck. yeah, and there were basically people who were like, literally at that moment, right, where it wasn't even confirmed whether the terrorists had been killed or what was happening, like, or if they were, because the other thing with these things as well, yeah, uh, for example, he may have been shot and died, right, the terrorist there. You don't know if there's more people coming to that mm-hmm, scene to mm-hmm. do more madness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're sitting there, you're standing there, taking videos, posting it online. Which for me is just like really distressing, mm. man. Like families who like I, I feel like you're being really inconsiderate. Mm. And if you're gonna do that, and if your aim is to help, you know, to kind of show as evidence or whatever, put it to the police then. Yeah. Why do you feel like you? I feel like you know the problem with, with, with society right now is, and I'm not saying this for everyone, but I do feel like there's a lot of people who want to be the one who have put it out. Yeah. Yeah. I put is. it out there. That's the disturbing yeah. part because it's like you're ignoring the seriousness clout. of the situation. Yeah. It's like. Someone's dying in front of your eyes, but your first thought isn't how do I help this person? Is your own person? Oh, imagine how many likes yeah. I'm gonna get. But you know what the funny thing with that is, though. This is the funny thing, right? If you're someone who, like, because I think there's a lot of people on social media who kind of will sit there for days, try to create content to, on on the, to to get to yeah to blow whatever. What they don't realize is this, right? You're not gonna get a big following because of one tweet you done. Mm. Or because of one video you posted. Mm. You get a lot of engagement for that video or yes. that specific tweet. That's it. Yeah. I've seen people with like 50k retweets, yeah? 
their followers are still on like three, four hundred people. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So like the next day you just go on to be the same person yeah, you are. Yeah. Is, that, yeah. is, that, is that not just not like poor management of, of capitalising on, 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 on that engagement? I mean, the thing is, um, I, I like that you asked that question, but that you posting that video doesn't equal any capital. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't get anything from it. What you get something from, let's say, for example, if, if that situation was to work out for you, I think where you would gain is if you already have something going for you. Yeah. And then it, draws, it alerts people to your page where you already have something prior. So it's like, okay, now there's attention on something you already have going for you. Mm. That's That video in isolation is not going to do anything for you. You're going to get a lot of engagement, like Mette yeah. said. People are going to reply, people but that's Twitter, it. It's come and gone. They I've always put that. on their thread in it. Oh, whilst you're here, yeah. 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 Whilst you're here, take a look at my mixtape. I have another example. point actually. You've triggered a lot of stuff in my Which gets like two retweets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a few years ago, like maybe five years ago or something, there was a case in America where a man with his family was driving his car. He got pulled over by the police. As he got pulled over by the police, his wife or his partner or whatever. Oh, I've seen that. She yeah. Her phone, she started Facebook Live. Like, Facebook yeah, Live. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. She was Facebook That's Live different. the whole situation. And then during that, the policeman pulled out his gun and shot her husband or her boyfriend yeah, 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 or whatever. Yeah, And they had their son in the back of the car. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, people... Like if, if, if a situation like that was to be recorded and shared and stuff like that, we will see it as a negative. However... I don't see that. No, no, that's no, no, a positive. No, 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 let me just finish my point. Obviously, that's a positive, 100%, because I think the person... That's that, different. The, yeah, that's that's completely different. Let me just finish that my point. Because I'm getting interrupted before... He's dead. I'm getting interrupted before I finish my point. So in a typical situation, like when we talk about the Birmingham thing that happened, we were saying that's negative, 100%. With this one, it's still a similar channel. However, the our take on it is completely different. Do you know what I mean? So my question to you, man, is is that how, what's the metric? How can okay, we... so that is the, that's that one is positive because it's the intentions behind it. Mm. So yeah. she's not recording for clout. She's recording because she's she's scared, she's, yeah. she's scared yeah. and she's she's basically she's not just recording. She's, she's seeking help. She's broadcasting live. Yeah, yeah but, but she's seeking yeah, help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's seeking help. Yeah. It's backup. Yeah. It's essentially yeah. oh, this is evidence because obviously I know what the climate is right now in society in terms okay, of. The phone, the I'm guessing yeah. she was black, right? Yeah, yeah, she was scared. Yeah, she knows what the climate is right now in society in terms of police and their dealings with black people. Yeah. Her husband now, right now, well. her husband right now is under threat. Mm. Let me get this footage so that hopefully it doesn't go left. But if it does, I have a leg to stand on. Yeah, mm. and plus it kind of puts fear in the policeman's mind because mm. they're going to think. Oh, oh they did. They, they, they shot the man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, in that situation, they didn't oh, work out. Because he's right. he told them that so he was had a gun in the car. He, that he was he was licensed to carry a gun. Yeah. And um, they asked him to bring out his wallet. So he put his hand down to reach for his wallet. As soon as he put his hand down, they shot him. Yeah, from from memory, that's why I remember yeah. the story. Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, it was scary. In that in that situation, what to the I, I think he might have got. I'm not sure actually. I don't want to say anything wrong, but if, if my memory doesn't feel, I don't I think, think he got acquitted. Yeah, he didn't. I think he just got suspended, didn't it? Yeah, something like that. I don't think criminal charge. I think the term is non-indictment. But he, Akubir is right though. Like having the camera out could also potentially deter the police officer from doing an absolute madness oh, yeah. in that situation it but it out, which is unfortunate yeah. but um yeah. that's i guess the hopes when you do something like that it's, not, know, it's not for clout it's not you know, for you know what it is i feel like a lot of people are trying to be famous for the wrong reasons yeah yeah you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. it's like i feel like we've got a lot of people right now who are famous for the wrong reasons in mm. the sense that like what are you famous for like and i'm not trying and that's a very, that's a very like it's it's a difficult question right because you know who determines who should be famous or whatever but I feel like, you know, if you aren't famous for, if you 
sometimes like if you're famous for things that aren't necessarily like what's your contribution yeah if you haven't got a contribution and you're famous for things like t- tweeting silliness or whatever don't expect um it to be sustainable mm. do you know what I'm trying to say because you don't really have anything that you're like what is the reason for you to be uh to be famous yeah what because you I don't know like just I mean, there's a couple of things I want to say, but I don't want to say it for the podcast, <laughs> in it? You know, but... I think we're in a time where there's more famous people than ever. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. There's more famous people. It's like, almost, yeah. right now, it's safety freaks to go around. Famous people. Yeah, if you go around this table, people. everyone's going to say, oh, I know someone that's famous yeah. or popular. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like, doing their thing. Yeah. There's yeah. more famous people it's than ever. It's because it's easier. Yeah, it is easier. And that's because right. of social media. Yeah, because it's like, you can do something very minuscule, like, mm. I don't know, mm. post... But then again, it's a metric. Like, cause you can deem him famous, but I, I might not deem him famous. I, I think that's a metric. Mm. If you like subjective, yeah. not objective. Yeah, so for example, to you guys, maybe someone like most Dax is, um, is um, quite famous. Mm. I don't know who he is. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. I think there's a metric. Yeah, but the thing is, no, but I feel like you've got to earn your fame, man. So, like, for example, I'm not necessarily saying you have to be a footballer or no, no, politician no. or this is that. However, but you got to have a contribution to society that yeah, you regularly yeah. make. Yeah. If it's something where it's just like, I'm, I'm being honest with you, yeah, like, I personally, like, and I, I don't disrespect those people and I think, like, look, like, by all means, like, what they're doing is cool and I watch their videos and shit as well. But I, can't, but I feel like there's this new culture of, like, these insta-famous people, for example, right, who are just famous for, like, you know, essentially just doing, like... You know, whether it's posting a picture or just doing like a silly, like dumb video or whatever. Like, even when you look at comedy, yeah, let's be honest, right? There's a difference between this new generation of comedians or people who claim to call themselves comedians and then a comedian who can go up in front of thousands of people and do a stand up. Yeah, that's a difference. You know what I mean? Do you know what what the difference is? It's like, um, this one is, I mean, there's always been a room in society for um, that type of comedian. But I think that type of comedian, especially amongst comedians themselves, is is looked down upon. I it's think that type is more slapstick. When you say, right? when you say, it's when more you say, slapstick. You know, what type? Just, what just, type? Just okay, what so, type of comedian? So that type of comedian here? is like slapstick stuff. So, so, so it's like so a person posting post? a video. Oh, let me slap my boy. Or yeah. I've tripped over. Oh. I've fallen down the stairs. Oh. It's funny. Everyone's. You get what I mean? Pre-recorded it's stuff. Still, there's still a room for it. Like um, yeah, there's room for it. But it obviously I wouldn't classify you as a comedian. Like personally, all right. Let me be the devil's advocate. Charlie Chaplin, one of the biggest comedians in in the history of comedy, you could say. Yeah, all of his comedy was slapstick. Yeah, like I said, said, there's room for that. There is room for that. So I I wouldn't fully agree with Meta in the sense that um, that's like I wouldn't fully agree to say that's like I wouldn't write it off, but I would say um, I wouldn't. The terminology is before the word comedian, so slapstick comedy, stand-up comedy. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that like I was watching um, Paul Chadbury the other day because obviously he's got like Instagram, for example, right? He's quite and funny to be fair. He's very funny. I don't know if you've not ever seen his like his um, that, Apollo. Yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That was one of the best. Like yeah. it was amazing. But like when you look at his Instagram, for example, he ain't popping. Mm. When you shake his yeah, but that goes back to my point. I don't think he's got good management in terms of his social media. It's not that. Mm. I think I think there's a difference, man. I think I think look the way you look at it. Sometimes you shouldn't you judge both. people by their by their fame in terms of social media, though. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. So okay, to I, get, yeah. I get that idea. Yeah. So like some people do it very well, yeah. Kevin Hart, and, and I think Kevin Hart capitalized on the world of social media, yeah. Yeah. and he brought together his 
stand-up comedy together with and also, the new generation. Also yeah. Yeah, 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 and it both yeah. of them together, Joe and they went boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you see, it's funny that you say that, actually. I never thought of it until you mentioned it. Now, them kind of comedians, the stand-up comedians, yeah, they don't really bring their comedy to their social media. They don't. At no, all. It's no. just them portraying a certain aspect of their life. Yeah. Whereas with the slapstick comedians, that's probably the main channel for them to is um, their social media to promote no, their work is social media. So I feel like for us to compare social media. As as, as, as as a metric for how funny you are as a comedian, yeah. I feel like that's that's not the right yeah, way same. to do it. I, I yeah, that's really how I want to fully Because the, the way I see it as well, it's a social media is seen as a platform for startup comedians as well. You can see it. And it is a platform. Well. A lot because of you, you can say like Molder Comedian, I mean, he started off with these slapstick videos, yeah, like yeah, yeah. him just doing videos mm. on Instagram. I now he does his stand-up comedy. Yeah. I think Mete is trying to say, I so, guess, I don't, obviously yeah. you can correct me I if I'm wrong, but is, are you trying to say basically like, like you said, that's a, a version of them starting it up and you want to see if it's a true talent, how yeah, it translates exactly. onto a bigger yeah. stage. But I, that, that all depends on the person capitalising on the fame that they've received from yeah. their social media. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. And I think another point to what um, Lenny made when he was talking about most that not being famous to him so that's very um, subjective that's and like personal yeah. personal opinion to people because to me he's famous yeah, yeah, yeah. to you it's not it's like for women they might not know one footballer yeah. or something like that but, but I think um, you can yeah. say someone like that is famous because it's just based off their following, following. essentially let's say if we just give a number to say I don't know if you if more than 100,000 people know you you're famous mm-hmm. it's safe to say that more than 100,000 people know who that person is not going to lie that we went like yeah. two piss question was here yeah I know, <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> I, my initial question it's a, it's a mad <laughs> question I don't really three pence my, maybe even five my initial question to be honest I don't even expect an answer because it's just it's a deep and loaded question but obviously with the way people are just like quick to pull their phones out for everything mm. where do you think that will see like society going forward like Sorry, 10 years, okay so like basically with the way things are right yeah. now like people are quick to pull out their phones yeah, for yeah. anything whether that be a crime incident they're going out for a meal they're in a club yeah, yeah. how do you think that will progress so I in five years time what do you think will it be I to think- the point where no one can talk face to face. Everything will be I a conversation so. through yeah. the I phone. Think so. I think like, it's I see you, and I'm just talking yeah. through the phone. I think it's going I mean? towards that direction mm-hmm. because a lot of a lot of people in um, a lot of pe- um, the new generation and stuff like that they're lacking in social skills. If you mm-hmm. think about it, because before it was a time and place where we used to go out, mm-hmm. see our friends. It was very much a personal um, personal connection kind of thing. But with with children and stuff nowadays, it's more like over the phone headset gaming mm. that's how they're talking it's not face to face yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That, i think it's actually happening already for us to it see is, what's yeah. going to happen within the next five years we need to look at today mm. i'll give you examples right now um you, you live with your family right yeah cool when you're at home and stuff how often are you just on your phone instead of talking to a you? lot yeah a lot. do you yeah. know what i mean yeah, and even yeah. like when you're out and about man people like if, if i'm outside in the street walking bro i've got my headphones on mm. do you know what I mean? somebody wants to talk to me i wouldn't even hear them mm. do you know what i mean so i feel like in terms of social interactions they're 100% limited by technology. Yeah. It's even so weird, I feel like, especially within London, it's a foreign concept for us, for a stranger to talk to you now. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. if a stranger wants to talk to me, I'm always on guard, like, right, they must yeah, want right, money or they want sand. Do you know what I mean? So, I feel like it's definitely, it's definitely going to affect I, us even more in the future. I think well, the other thing that we're forgetting about as well is that technology grows stronger is, like, the growth, growth of, like, um, the amount of like misinformation and fake content that have been created. Mm. So, for example, what I'm talking specifically could be a football player, could be a musician, or whatever it is. Someone literally taking a very sm- small snippet of it, and it completely portrays a very different image of what actually be, happened. It could be um, Kim Jong Un. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or like, yeah. remember when um, McGregor? Like, yeah. 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 A good example of that was um, um, Paulie Maninagi and Thing um, McGregor. Do you remember in the training? Clip, yeah, like, so basically they got they got a clip of um, McGregor hitting him to the ground, but it was a very small clip. And when it went out there, it went viral when it was out. Like, oh, Maninagi got banged by um, McGregor. Yeah, but it doesn't actually portray the. Real image because yeah, we didn't yeah. actually see the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like to come to your question, I feel like we're we're in a big problem, man. Yeah. I don't see how we're gonna fix this problem in the sense that yeah. I think we've gone too far in this like social media digital world where like everyone's just. I don't just think that's the issue. Though. I think it's a big issue, but not the full issue. I think misinformation sounds more attractive than the actual fact. So once it's out there. Even if the, the truth is told after, you still fancy the, the misinformation more anyway. I think this is deviating from the question, but I think um, it's basically down to the fact that people's attention spans are shorter as well. Yo, I've because, been thinking that recently, but, Yeah, man. because of like, I mean, I'm, I, I can say I'm the same for myself yeah. as well. It's like, so you get the headline, it's like, oh, you know what? I can't bother to read the full thing. So I'm yeah. just going to take that Bro, as fact. The and headline is very different. Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? It's because we receive so much information. Uh-huh. So it's like, I see that and it's like, I could read this, but I'm going to see 60 other articles like this today. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have time to read every single one. Come so back. I'm just going to look at, yeah, I'm just going to look at this headline out. Like, cool. Yeah. I know what it is. Do you know, let me so move on man, to the next yeah. thing. All right, let me ask you about this question, yeah? When's the last time you actually started watching something on TV, like Netflix or whatever, and you managed to watch the full 40 minutes, 45 minutes of the show without touching your phone once? You know what? The, f- the, last, time I, the last time I'd done it was yesterday, but it was the first time in a long time. So when I watched the Night Cooler film, I actually done it. But part of the reason is because I watched it at 4 a.m. Don't ask me what I was doing up at that time. You know, I'm a, yeah. I'm a late. But, but, but <laughs> in general, it, it's impossible. Do you know, yeah, if you're yeah. watching something at it's 3 p.m., fam, yeah. you're going to be yeah, on yeah, your yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is a weird concept. Unless you're watching the Netflix thing on your phone. Yeah, that's the thing. and it's gonna get worse because of coronavirus as well. I'll tell you why. He's right, man. What? It's so funny he says this because I'll be watching something. Let's say a show for that's forty minutes. I'll I'll didn't say it. Let me pause it in that ten minutes. So let me watch the next ten minutes. Pause it. Check up on everything, and I'll go back to it after. I don't even pause it. No, but I don't pause it. Yeah, but next thing I know, I've missed. Something vital yeah. there, do you know what I mean? But well, you're that. forgetting that with the iPhone, for example, most smartphones, your emails are there, your social media is on it, your phone and messages is on it, your everything, your fitness app, everything is on your your device. So your whole life is accessible through one device, right? Mm-hmm. And the other thing is going to be even worse probably now because of that the whole coronavirus Corona pandemic thing, as well. Yeah, yeah. Like we're going to have to shift to more like. Ted, like, yeah, mobile, so exactly. Mobile. So because we're going to be working more like remotely, technological. Exactly. Ways. So that means that you know these devices are going to get even more enhanced. But, but the thing is, man, I feel like it's got to it's got to a stage now. This is for myself included. Is that we don't know when to disconnect. Mm-hmm. We literally don't know when mm-hmm. to disconnect. I feel like ten years ago, maybe I knew when to put my phone down and focus on something else. I feel like right now, with everything that I do in life. My phone is my companion. When yeah. I'm at work, bro, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the office on, on the phone's desk. My there. phone's there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Every time it vibrates, I pick it up. Sometimes when it doesn't even vibrate, I pick it up and like just scroll that up and yeah. down, Insta or go on Twitter or whatever. Um, I read, I read a book recently um, called Digital Minimalism. Alright, cool. <laughs> You don't have to say it as well because this one. No, 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 no. This no, one. No, 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 no. You, 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 you. The funny thing is, I don't even know what the word is, so he could be saying it right. Yeah, I don't need to say it. Just sound like I can say it three times, but I have to say it. I have to say it slow. Let me not lie. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Digital minimalism. Minimalism. Yeah. By Cal Newport. It's a good book. It basically teaches. Wait, how? He didn't say it three times, bro. 
Digital. That was the second no, time. No, no, this is minimalism. Minimalism. Say minimal. Minimalism. Yes, I said it. I said it. Fuck it. Let's go. Anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, it just basically talks about the times like these and how to yeah, just ha- how to disconnect and not get too sucked in with mm. obviously like all, all the things going on on your phone. But I don't That's, think I don't think there's anything wrong with having it there. No, no, no. But as long as you know like how to control it. it. Yeah. yeah. About disconnecting, bro. It's like you're never fam, the human. As humans, we're not meant to be constantly being fed information 24-7, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's not natural yeah, for us. Yeah. So there needs to be a stage or a time where people disconnect. Just get in touch with yourself, bro, do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I feel like that's something that's getting taken away from us, man. I think the difference is this. is is The, the question is this. Is your iPhone controlling you or are you controlling for your iPhone? For most people, the it's iPhone's the, controlling them. 99.9%. Yeah, for most people. That's why the book's good bro. because I think a lot, of, well, a lot of people, that's the truth of the matter, it's controlling them. So it's mm. just basically helping them. You mm. know what I mean? So like, there's little things that it taught me that I was like, ah, you know what, that's actually a good but idea. Just, just so what, offer like how to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So one thing... So what would you not say that? Like, one yeah, thing. Was, yeah, okay, so one thing it told me was basically like, um, I don't know if people know this, but there's like things you could, like timers you can set on the iPhone. Yeah, 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 so for yeah, example, yeah, yeah. like yeah, my, yeah. on mine at ten o'clock, yeah. it, I don't get notifications from anything. So like if if I want to access something, I have to basically like go on I have to, to like go onto it, but also like yeah, it will tell me oh your this thing is locked. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, you can unlock it for fifteen minutes, unlock it yeah, for an hour. Sure, you have to do that. Yeah, yeah so it's basically it's prompting you. So you might go into WhatsApp, but it's letting you know. So you need to make yeah. a conscious decision. So it's like a conscious, ah, oh, yeah, you know what? Why do I keep going back into yeah. it? Let me just... Let me just sometimes yeah. subconsciously... Especially on like, market. obviously like weekends mm. or whatnot. Fair enough, you're out and about. Cool, you can be mm. on. But it's just like, you got work the next day. Why are you on WhatsApp at 1am? Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so right, I think bro. just that in general. You need to show me good. that. But you know what's so mad for me? I, remember, I don't know if you might remember, but like a few months ago, I deactivated my Insta for a couple of like, weeks. What? couple of weeks? Or was yeah, it a couple of yeah. days? Couple of weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? In that time, man, I learned how to play chess. Even though it's something minimal. That's yeah. But, yeah, that's but you know what I mean? It's that something, something that I could use in my everyday yeah, life. I learned it just by deactivating for two weeks. Yeah. So it, I don't know, man. I feel Bro, like, if you think about it, yeah. If you see, because you can check your screen time on um, iPhone and stuff as well. Every Sunday, I think. Yeah, it comes out. So my my screen time went from average six hours per day to eight hours per day now during this lockdown. So. You saying that you come off Instagram? I'm sure majority of my time is spent on Instagram, anyways. Mm. So imagine you've got an extra three, four hours mm-hmm. spare yeah. in the day. You, you know what the bigger question here is, though. It's not necessarily Instagram, is it? Because we go through different things. Today's Instagram, tomorrow's something else. Oh yeah, it's not. Instagram, so for example, yeah. yeah, when the internet was first created, it was the internet, mm. right? Just yeah. being on the internet. Mm. Then it was like you know being on like you know, playing games or, 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 and yeah. stuff. And then it was MSN, yeah. and then it was BlackBerry, then it was BBM, Facebook, yeah, then it was yeah, yeah. there was MySpace, it was this, it was Twitter. that. So Do you know it's, it's, it's a constant battle against boredom. That's what it is. it is. So it's like you have free time, you're just trying to think of many things to use up that free time. But I think what happens is that sometimes you'll get into something, and then that will now use up your free time, but also extra time that yeah. shouldn't be free. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. distracted you so yeah. much that it's like, okay, I've used up my free time, but now I should actually be, I don't know, cooking she- my meal, but. I'm still on Facebook. Facebook. I'm still on Twitter. That's that's why I'm against things. For example, like digital books. Mm. I think pick up a book, read it, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. I feel like there's there's an art of reading an actual physical book. Mm. I think don't get me wrong. Some people like I'm not, I don't want to be gen- generalizing because obviously some people find it harder to read. For example, or they can't concentrate, so it helps them to have the the audio version or whatever it is. 
But I think if you can, like if you've got the option read the to read, book, read yeah. the physical book and the digital version and you can, you can actually read the physical book, yeah. then I think you should read um, the physical book. You're right, book. because I, I used to read physically a lot growing up. I mean, there was no other option, but I used to do that a lot growing up. And I found when I was reading in them times, the book was more engrossing. Like I could definitely get, I could actually fully get lost in a book. Um, whereas now, yeah, I, I find it harder to, I, again, it's an attention span thing. I feel like it's decreased over time. But um, in saying that, I mean, the digital books is still helpful for me because I listen to a lot of podcasts. So it's just essentially like a longer form of a podcast for me. Yeah. So I mean, either way, it's, it's taking in knowledge and it's, it's soaking in the info. No, yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. I feel like this is a perfect place for us to end today's episode. Uh, I want to thank you guys for locking in for this week's episode. What, what? Make sure make sure you're there again next week. Follow the Insta at 5pm in London. Um, and that's it for me. Do you mind have anything further to say? Well, I think we just in terms of like a call to action, I think we should um we should promote your your fundraising page. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 lit. I don't really. Yeah, um, I'll just talk a bit about it. So I basically two days ago. It's been two days now. Yeah. So I started up a fundraising page in memory of my mum who passed away three years ago. So I literally thought of the idea. And because um, I had some spare time and I thought I, I genuinely wanted to do something for charity, especially during the month of Ramadan. So I literally thought of the idea the night before, um, posted it up everywhere the next day. And literally we've reached, we've had to change our target five times. So we've reached our final target now, which is 1,500. But we're going to keep the page open until the end of Ramadan. So yeah, so... If you want to donate, the link is in my bio or my Instagram at the Khan Project. And but, what's, yeah. what's it in aid of? Um, so it's in aid of orphans, orphans in need. So <clears throat> it's a charity called Orphans in Need. They do fantastic work in um, a lot of countries um, around the world where they, they provide um, medicinal equipment, they provide education, food, water and stuff like that for orphans. So yeah, great cause. It's a great cause and you know, we've reached 1,500 well, Kabir's reached 1,500. We can, we can reach the 2,000. So let's make it happen, guys. And feeding orphans, you know, what's greater than that? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. These are people, what countries again? So it's a lot of places, bro. So um, Gaza, um, in Syria, a um, lot of places in Africa as well, mm. Afghanistan. Mm. So yeah. For real. And these are people that are needy and need their help. So we're privileged to have a roof, have meals. You know, let's, let's, let's give that blessing to others as well. So support the cause, people. And I feel that this is definitely a perfect place to end yeah, it for, yeah, for this yeah, week. And where is it? It's 7pm in London right now. We're closing. It's 7pm in London, quotation marks, but it's 4.22am. I already gave up the time earlier. I said it's very What time zone are you in? 7pm in London right now. I said what time zone are you in? It's phenomenal. You got it right. Most It's phenomenal. Oh, You did say phenomenon. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. No, that's, that's, a word, that's a word as well, phenomenal. Yeah, 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 yeah,